Welcome to episode 43 of the Ranjin Heresy Podcast. My name is Jody, your, your host this evening as always, and joining me with my dulcet and basso tones are my two good friends and lovable rogues. First of all is Mr. Christopher. How you doing, buddy? Well, given that I've been told that I sound like a shipmunk tonight, how the fuck do you think? I don't know. Is that, that, that could be a good thing. It just depends. <laughs> we, we it remember. depends on the chipmunk, eh? Yeah, it does. You never know. Um, yeah, well, the, the retarded one. Oh, the retarded. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> nicely, nicely done there. Nicely but done he, there. At least he, he's, he's the one with the good taste in shirts. This is true. He does have he does have some degree of fashion sense, so you got to you can't really knock him. And he, he's always positive as well. Exactly. So yep. we're doing good. There we are. And as as you can also hear uh, from his also dulcet and very very sexy tones. Is the man himself, the man who sits, uh, he sits atop the, the uh, throne here in th- of 30k here in Sweden, the Crown Prince, Mr. Freddy. How are you doing, my good friend? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing okay. Um, uh, doing doing stuff that I, I involves feel, nights I and resin. I feel like a king of the laundry. King of the laundry. Uh, well, no, uh, no, nothing gonna fucking dethrone me here. <laughs> when you play the game of laundries, you win or you wash. Yeah, exactly. So you, you win or you Oh, that was even better. Damn it. Damn it, you stole the better line there, Chris. Oh. I didn't steal it, I made it up. Fine. I, I would have had that one if I thought about it, you know. Yeah. Stop uh, reflecting your, your failures on other people, Yuri. <sighs> fine, fine, fine. Yeah, screw you too. Um, okay, so. <laughs> At least I'm not that far away from my uh, uh, pledge uh, floor polish. Uh-huh. Which is in the in the cabinet where all the other cleaning products are. So you're. Uh, you, so there, there are perks of being in the laundry. You've got a really you got a really clean chaser, is what you're saying, or? Uh, well, I, I tried to make my paints smell a little bit better. Well, but we all it's all it's always a nice thing, but uh, try try not sniffing it. It's it's not good for you. Um, so I've heard, not that I've tried it or anything. <laughs> anyway, slowly moving on. Um, slowly moving on. Um, let's have a look. So tonight on tonight ep- tonight's episode, uh, let's tell you about what we're doing. We are talking to the the lovely and beautiful and elven faced youthful man that is Eric Velo from Denmark. He is coming onto the show, and he is talking about the Forge World Open Day, uh, a big event he's running in Denmark at Giant Fanatic, and I think there's some other random stuff that we talk about in there as as always. Like how to how to not make friends with lists. Yeah, well, you know, and and basically how people feel about facing down three Volterax for the first time and stuff. How you how you bring the friendly seven flyers to a friendly narrative event? Yeah, how we try to force more than one right, not right war, more than one force org into one force org. Yeah. So in other words, the Danish meta is what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, the further south you get, the worse it gets. Yeah, technically, no, I'm not going to say they're the same country because then the people down here will try and murder me. Um, but you are. 
Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, okay, we are. Um, so that's what, like that. uh, uh, considering where you live, the odds for being murdered are pretty, probably the highest in all of Sweden. So it's all good. Well, not where I live, thankfully, because I, I live in the back end of nowhere. But you know, otherwise, yes, there are there are higher odds. But let's, let's they, try they, and they sell can't... the place and not scare people off. You know, we they do want to have events hang... this end and people coming over for them in the future. <laughs> they can't throw hand grenades that far. You mean from the city how... centre? Mm. how can we events down there? We're not even two thirds of the podcast dare to go there. <laughs> it's okay. Two thirds of the podcast dare to go to Stockholm, and one of them one of them lives there. So. Anyway, yeah, I've got no fucking argument. All right, leave it alone. I was trying to find some sort of argument there. Didn't have one. Leave it be. Right, moving on slowly uh, or swiftly. Take your pick. So before we do social media, yes, before we do anything else this evening, let's get our social medias out of the way. First of all, come and give us a like and follow on Facebook at the Virgin Heresy Podcast. Uh, we've got a joined group which is uh, scientifically and strategically named the Varangian Heresy Podcast Group, which you can come along and post your whips on and generally just chat. And, you know, if you've got random ideas, theories or anything that you want to discuss, throw it in there and let's see what happens. Uh, we tweet occasionally if one of us remembers. And that's the we are at Varangian Heresy. Uh, we do have Instagram, and I am continuing with the saga of the email and password reset. Um, however, that is at Varangian Heresy, all one word, on Instagram. And we have the most important thing, which is our email address, and that is the Varangian Heresy at gmail.com. That's where you can send in your lists, where you can send in your ideas, things you want to talk to us about, things you want us to shout out, especially if you have events. Please, for the love of God, if you have an event, would be it in Sweden, St- uh, Sweden, you know, Swindon, I don't care, Australia, Canada, South, the Southern United States, wherever you have an event, if it's a 30k event and you want it shouted out, send us the information, tell us what's happening, when it's happening, how much it's going to cost for people to show up. Uh, don't worry about factoring in flights because that's somebody else's job, but, you know, let us know what's going on so we can give you a shout out at the end of the show. Um, yeah, or or have you record a snippet? Yeah, there is that as well. Broadcast during the show. Yeah, people can listen to you talking about your event instead of having to listen to us talk about your event and get probably half the names wrong and and details wrong. So yes, or if you just want to scream in Angie at the microphone for two minutes, you can do that as well. We might not broadcast it, but it would be interesting to get meals like that. I don't know. It would be interesting to get anything interesting. So let's see what happens. Um, So yeah, those are our social medias. Um, other th- we do have a couple of other things to actually talk about this evening because we're going to do a list review a little bit later on and we've got a message in from one of our uh, listeners again via email see see how this ties in um, about some feedback from a previous episode which is very awesome yeah, and those were lovely fu- lovely fun with all of the uh, create the website faster record cl- translation solutions and uh, everything else we get in the email <laughs> never l- oh yeah we, we really should improve our spam filters on there but then, yeah. you know <laughs> With a lot of the stuff that we get sent, it'll probably still fill into a spam filter anyway, so we don't want to ruin well, it too much. That, 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 that's all right. Like Apparently, our uh, Rang in Heresy event series uh, on the Link on Heresy email is worldwide known because we have uh, event consultants from all the way from Hong Kong to Bangladesh to you know North Korea <laughs> that wants to... You know, Help out. I, I would love help, to see. Help out. I would Share genuinely. I would genuinely love to see the PR work from the North Korean event organizer. I would love to see that. You are all gods. You are all perfect. You say this to the people who <laughs> <and they> will <laughs> listen. It just annoys your 
and annoy your opponent enough so he screams that he's gonna nu- nuke you. Yeah. No, no, no. What what they do is like either you go to event or we kill you. Yeah, we we, we get those to the regular like regular podcast email as well actually. Yeah, that's um, yeah. <laughs> that that could be such an interesting. I I reckon we should just for shits and giggles one day just start replying to these things and see what actually comes of them. Um, see how long it takes and just count the number of emails it takes back and forth before they start asking for bank details. Well, well, we can use your bank details and there will be no There's no money in there. <laughs> Dude, hang on. That's my joke to make, not yours. What the hell? <laughs> Fine. Well, I know that you at least had four to five kroners the other day. Yes, I did. I had it the other day. Um, thank you. Please please stop talking about my dire financial situation. Otherwise it's I'll... good that we're, we're always talking past term when we mention your money. Yeah, because that's, that's pretty much how it but is. On the other hand, it comes in, it goes that, out. That's basically true for ev- any money that anyone has. I don't know. I don't know. Some people have. I've heard that some people have. Don't have money. I've heard things. I've heard things of um, what's that word? Savings or um, sugar mamas or sugar daddies. I haven't found any of those three yet. I'm not picky. As long as it have, involves, have, have you seen that episode of Black Books when Manny runs away from home? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You should be able to become a Japanese beard model. I so could. I've got the beard for it. I so could do that. Or maybe I should think about that. Oh, if, anybody knows, that if anybody knows any dress. openings for a Japanese beard model or a beard model at all, please do send me an email to the Heresy at gmail.com. Um, I could do with the extra income. I'd appreciate it. Um, I am doing something else to raise some extra income, but that's a personal thing, and I'm not going to shout it out right now. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so let's move on. Let's talk hobby. Let's talk hobby. What's everybody been up to? Let's start with Freddy. What you been doing, bud? Uh, since I got back to uh, Sweden land, I have been working for Net frantically on my night. And I assume that, well, I shouldn't assume. I guess that most people have seen my hobby progress on the face pa- book of faces, where I've gone through what I've done is I've buffed some metal on my night. I have also done some transfers and right now I'm sitting staring at it because we have to record and I have like so itchy trigger fingers because I want to take it out and do some varnish with the airbrush before I go nuts with the weathering fair enough sounds good have you been working on anything else other than sort of staring there at your night and wishing to be able to hobby loudly what What do you mean like I painted the night <laughs> it doesn't have a that's, 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 like, that's like a day's work. The, your, your hobby progress updates are like sort of list of laundry lists of like I've done this, 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 and this. Oh well, I, I ran an event as well, Scorpius. Does that count? Yeah, technically. Uh, so, ba- oh, didn't yeah, we mention that basically. in the last episode? So no. Yeah. Um, no, it doesn't count then. Well, okay, I've been, I've been away with the army, so I haven't had time to do anything. Oh, king and country. Okay, you get a pass. It would be interesting if you had put just put it up in in field and just. Hey, I'm gonna paint this now. But you can't take away that I've that I've done the intricate fucking buffing. Nobody's taking anything away from you, Freddy. Don't get defensive. And I've done the transfers, doing microset and microsol. And I thought uh, Robin Buffs and Simler was the standard for every hobby gamer, but that just might just be me. That's just standard for every social life, isn't it? Uh, That's your social life. I don't know. Robin Buff works nice on bigger, like, plates, mm. but on the little side, the trimmings on the night, it's kind of hard. It works, but it's, it, I don't want to fuck up the amazing blue job. I had to do, I had to do a retouch a couple <laughs> of places. 
<laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, please do continue, Freddie. Do continue. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> do continue, Freddie. <clears throat> Sorry. Deep, deep, serious voice here. <clears throat> but to be fair, the paint job as as is is really, really nice. It's gorgeous. There's no lying. It's absolutely beautiful, mate. Well, there's only seven more to do. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. The stop is Stop complaining and get on with it. Nah, is that what you go for, Chris? But what I've known is, uh, like, when you paint, the first one always takes the longest. Yeah, need to get I've everything back, down. I've gone back and forth, and I've kind of, like, re, like changed uh, how many layers I did with the metal, and then I realized that, well, I did a little bit less thinner on the blue, and I do two thin layers with the with the blue. It came out a bit... It came out the perfect mix between metallic blue and, and blue. Mm-hmm. So I did that a bit, and I did repaint the gold. Like first, I did the gold properly, and then I got the true metal. And after the true metal, I touched it up like with highlights and stuff. And and then I had to do it again because I had to touch up the stupid uh, blue again. So I had to start all over again. But now, now I, I think I found a way like how to do it like properly. So it will go faster with the other ones. Cool. Well, it's looking forward to seeing it done, mate. I'm looking forward to seeing them all done. Uh, again, in the same position, I've, I've, I've got a few to do myself. Um, shall, we, shall we swap over to Chris now? Chris, what have you been up to, dude? Titan. Yes, Titan. Okay, super expressive there. Uh, one word, I like it. Very, I, very I'm precise. Currently painting my, I'm currently <laughs> painting the stomach of my moderatis. So I really need to focus. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. So uh, I got hey. Hey, I, I have a question. Uh-huh. I've also done all the event cards for Scandus. Yeah. Does that count as hobby progress? Yes. Yeah. And I've written all the missions. Does yeah. that count? That's Very hobby cool. progress. I told you, you always do like 50,000 times worth of hobby progress compared to everybody else. I was just surprised when you said, I painted a night. I was like, that doesn't sound right. That's not my, that's not our Freddy. That's not my Freddy. Yeah, that's not what he I does. I know, but like with the nights for the night raffles, I'm like... I'm more anal than I normally am. I would like, ah, oh, no, I'm going to see that. I missed that. But now I'm like, ah, oh, I have to correct that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. No, I completely understand that. Well, I tell you what, while Chris is, is focusing... Um, on... I can talk now. Oh, yeah. now you can talk. Okay, we gave you enough time to, to get that done. So <laughs> what what have you been uh, What have you working on? You've been working on a Titan, you're saying? Yeah, Titan. There we go. Now it's your turn. No, I'm sorry. sorry. Uh, I'm working on my Warhound Titan. Awesome. Which is quite the project. Yeah. Give it that I don't have an airbrush. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. So uh, which Legio are you doing the Titan painted up as? Legio Ignatum. Which, if I remember correctly, and I don't, is what? Yellow? Is that a yellow uh, base? <laughs> yellow and art? Red and black with chevrons. See, so I totally effect. remembered right for your old paint scheme. Um, <laughs> okay, cool. So <laughs> They're the fire wasps. The, ah, okay. The, the Martian Legion. Very cool. Uh, might have some some uh, some time just marched uh, an Imperator Titan on the Imperial Palace. Maybe if you in peace time. If you well, no, in peace time it was. Hey, it was peace time. It could have escalated really quickly though. Oh yeah, well it wasn't. Yeah, I was gonna say it wasn't a very peaceful action. Um, no, but it was in the piece, technically. Technically, technically speaking, because technicality is where it's at when it comes to stuff like, you know, walking they a also, titan over the walls. Yeah, they also fight in the webway, which works nice with my mechanic and force. Mm, that's very cool. Nice little, uh, nice little, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, tie-in. Tie-in, thank you very much. Yes, I knew there was a word. 
Uh, and the, you know that's the one it is. Brilliant, awesome job. Um, <laughs> I'm doing a good job here tonight. I'm I'm not tired or, or drinking or anything because I don't drink. Um, now that's the worrying bit. <laughs> worrying bit for me, mate. Believe me, <laughs> it gets worse every well, time. I had I had to wait for a couple of days because I had to order some paints. But they're here now, so I can paint them. Yay! New paints are in. New paints are cool. always fun. Uh, yep. that's always a good thing so are you planning on what is it literally just get crushing out the uh, the titan at the moment and then moving on to other projects after that well i also got my peltasts today aha so, very nice right, peltas after kids, so they might be well they're probably going to be after the titan because i need the titan oh, on this canvas oh. i, I thought you were going to do two seekers yeah okay i'm going to do two seekers as well they're the side project currently there we are, Freddie. Relax, relax. It's all right. Breathe. It'll all get done. It'll all get done. I, I'm also bringing a Titan to Scandus, so that's why I have to kind of finish it. Yes, Max, you heard that right. There's gonna, he's bringing a Titan to Scandus, and so yeah, am I. It, 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 it might be related to a lot of things, but most in particular, you will hear more of the, that in uh, our future Scandus pre-episode. Oh, yes. Our, 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 our pre our, our sort of four play episode to Scandus, which uh, Scandus teaser episode. Oh yeah, because you know if we don't we're not doing it right if we're not teasing about it. Uh, so that's going to be very very cool. Uh, okay, so is that all your hobby, good sir? Uh, well, all a related hobby. I'm also doing a sixty-five Mustang fastback as a diorama. That's still pretty good hobby though. Still. Yeah. So I bought some. 18 interactive stuff for that, like rust and. Oh, you have to put some. DK 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 deposit for abandoned vehicles and stuff like that. You have to put some whips up, man. So, because so, uh, if nothing else, just like to see how those inter interactive products actually go on to something, how they look. Yeah. I'd be and very I, interested in seeing. And that. I also bought one of these uh, uh, oil brusher things from uh, Mig. Uh huh. Which is an oil and paint, oil paint and brush system for modeling. So basically, like you got pre-thinned. Uh, oil paint in a well, it's basically the size of a mascara. I was gonna say it's like a, almost like a like a brush felt tip pen, isn't it? Kind yeah. of. Yeah, or more of those uh, liquid eyeliners. They got basically the same uh, bottle. You as seem well. you seem scary, scarily knowledgeable in these things, liquid eyeliners and. Such. I might have been an uh, EBM emo thing earlier in my life. I was going to say there maybe I was going to say either there's emo or goth in that history. I, I didn't want to judge yeah. either way. Well, there's was a, there's there's a, more of a mix of that. That sounds. I, like I don't understand it. There's only two two types of haircuts, and the one is slightly just below four centimeters, and the one is like two millimeters. And then there's always clean shaven. Just just so you're aware, Freddie, there are things outside of the military. No. Yes. Well, they're wrong then. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I'm just saying there are there are other choices outside of the military, Freddie. Yeah, I'm gonna do like this. I've heard mixed things about these oil brushers, so that's why I picked one up just to try it out and see whatever it does. Cool. I look forward to seeing well, how it comes out. Well, I, I actually did the same, and I got heaps of those different AK products. And I reckon uh, talking about that gave me an idea that eventually we should probably do like some sort of review episode about different products now when we kind of all three of us gone nuts on different I think kind we of should. Product, rough and rub and buff rough rough and buff rub and buff and some 
oil paints. I, went, I have heaps of specials, yeah. Uh, MIG washers, AK washers, uh, interactive stuff, and, and I kind of used it all. And you know, anything from different types of powders to like splashes. Well, there we are, ladies and gentlemen. You have you have uh, the early stages of, of another episode being planned live on this recording. Well, we, we that's probably also, about as detailed as we're going to make it. We could also mention if this is a kind of episode that you would particularly want to listen to and have. Obviously, on the company photo album, uh, please uh, say so because we want to listen to listeners as well. Not you listening to us, but we listening to you. What you want to have for content, because it helps us to know what you actually want to listen to instead of us just trying to make up stuff and no one really knowing whatever happens, so to speak. Damn it, Chris! It's yeah, mildly professional. Uh, uh, surprise! Surprise! Apparently, according to my co-host, not everyone wants to listen to the stuff that I want to listen to. Which co-host is that? Co-hosts. Oh, okay, I was going to say. Plural. Hang on, hang on. We both disagree with you. What the hell? No, Jody. Yes. Progress. Progress. What have I been doing? Um, okay, so, um, hmm. I have been working on bases for the knights. I am currently working on the fourth out of eight bases that I'm working on for the knights. Night builds. Uh, I start building the knights tomorrow, so that's that's good. Um, what else am I doing hobby-wise? Tidying up my hobby space. Um, I have started work on Freddy's Warhound title, Warhound Titan even, Warhound title, Warhound Titan for um, for Scandus. Um, I have still yet to take inventory stock of the um, of the terrain that I've got to paint, but you know it'll, it'll all get done. Um, I'm I really like that the work low divide. You you paint all that. I need to paint two seekers. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> um, but then again, I'm looking to do something with painting anyway. Um, but again, that's a personal thing. I don't want to really use the podcast for that. Um, and I'm I'm I, I on a on a personal note, I I, I when I when I would put my army out at um, Scorpius, I've been looking back over the pictures of it. Uh, I, I'm kind of disappointed that I still have the. I put out an army that was sort of half one standard, half another. So I've just taken back everything now because I'm not going to be play, obviously playing at uh, Scandus. I've taken back everything in those lists and, and now I'm just starting to sort of paint that up as well. So I'm working on that. Um, good lord, what else am I working on? Stuff and things, to, uh, scenery, planning stuff out for Scandus, working on stuff for next year's events. Um, even though that just involves me drawing doodles on a writing pad, that kind of counts as hobby, right? Um, yeah, stuff, things. <laughs> try, try to get stuff done, basically. Um, so yeah, that's been my hobby this week. Um, haven't I've got some games lined up? I think for tomorrow, I think I'm going to play a couple of two thousand point games. Uh, sort of break up the hobby. Uh, break up the sorry, being stuck in a room hobbying stuff. Um, yeah. That's pretty much me, I think. So, uh, yeah. Have you guys got anything else we've missed on the hobby front? Uh, I don't think so. No? Chris? No. Okay. Yeah, don't think so. Okay. Well, what that's awesome. So we've, we've done so that's, that's our sort of hobbying this week. Uh, bear in mind, we did actually get an episode out sort of like end of the week, end of last weekend, so there's not been a huge amount of hobbying <laughs> done in that time. But... Um, Normally we sort of talk about new stuff right about now, um, but there is p- 
pretty much nothing new coming out of Forge World, and we're recording day before the normal sort of Friday drop. Um, we did talk off air about, you know, obviously talking about the idols again, because as Chris pointed out, them. yeah, as you pointed out, there are two of them. There's probably one one idol of Cork and one of Mork, so technically two of them. Yeah, but we didn't pick which one we we looked at last week, whether it was Gork or Mork. But it was Gork and or Mork, you know. So now we're saying it's this week could be if you thought Mork it was Gork, and or Gork. Yeah, so if you thought it was the other way around last week, it's the other way around this week. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fuck um, you, <laughs> uh, but otherwise, there's nothing really new that's dropped out there. But what we do have is we've got a couple of uh, emails that we want to go over with you guys. So the first one um, is from a gentleman called Stephen, and he's emailed in from Colorado which is very awesome. I uh, just want to give him a shout out. Stephen Hillman. And he said, uh, hey guys, just finished listening to your podcast with Mr. Ryan Kimmel. It was great, uh, really great info and inspired me to share some pics of my recent terrain efforts. A uh, friend gave me a large box of GW terrain that has been assembled, partly painted and then completely disassembled. Uh, after consulting some pics from the GW store, I was able to figure out which bits were mechanical and which weren't and then went to town. Uh, signed Stephen from Colorado. And these pics look awesome, Stephen. I uh, really love what you've done there. And we're going to add them to the uh, to the episode file where we put Ryan's stuff on. So your stuff will go up on the uh, Varangian Heresy podcast page or albums. Um, but I think we can all relate to the fact that you know we've all received stuff, maybe terrain, maybe models from friends and gone... Uh, uh, how does this go together again? <laughs> I know I've I know I've done that a couple of times. I don't know about you guys. Yep, that's happened. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the worst one was when well, I I received a pile of um, pile of dwarf bits, which is great. But you know, when you have that many dwarfs and it's all axes and beards and stuff, it's like, uh, oh God, right? Okay. Or you um, get the like a bag of uh, miniatures where the arms are supposed to be paired, but they're all snipped off. Oh yeah. Yeah, especially with and some they are, the they are stuff. just slightly different enough to make it noticeable if you put them together wrong. Yeah. What about you, Freddie? Have you had any fun like that? Yeah, I have heaps of issues. Like the last thing that happened was uh, I was putting a knight together, and then uh, I was getting a bit drunk, and I put the legs backwards, <laughs> which was quite annoying because I realised as soon as used after I used the activator. Uh, <laughs> well, I'd throw it in the freezer; it'd have been fine. No, no, but it's just annoying. Yeah, isn't it just? So, yeah, we can all totally relate, Stephen, but the terrain does look awesome. Um, and like I said, we'll throw it up on our albums. And thanks for sending something in off the back of one of our episodes. We really appreciate it, mate. Thank you very much. Um, and then we have a list to go through. And this one's going to be very close to our dear Mr. Freddy's heart. Um, yep. Because we have a... Let me just have a look to make sure I've got the details right. 3,000 point armoured breakthrough list that's been sent from our lovely Mr. Daniel Stenart uh, from Dirty K which is one of the uh, Swedish groups up at, up at uh, Vekwa uh, down or down, down. Up, down. From me, up from down. me down from you you know somewhere well, in the uh, south middle of Sweden it's northeast of you it's northeast of you it's above me as far as I'm concerned most, of, most things are bitch so are you going to read his little spiel as well i'm going to read his little spiel as well because he's a good friend and i want to do that so it says 
Hey, sexy pants. Obviously, he's talking to me. Um, it's your friendly neighbourhood MKA pal, Daniel, here from the Dirty K Group. Uh, the Escalation campaign is ticking along nicely. We've kicked our three mini events so far. Uh, thank, thanks for asking. Well, we, we do ask, Daniel. You, you know, you should also get in touch a little bit more. Just saying. Uh, for those of you that want to know um, what kind of uh, filth we are, we're a new group of heresy gamers situated in Vequa who are always open for new people. So if you live in the general Vequa small land area, give us a shout out. Um, yes, hashtag shameless plug. We're all about shameless plugs here. Um, so he says, now to cut things short, a uh, few of us Woodland Rejects are thinking about heading down to Malmo for the Avarii event this October, which we will shout out later in the episode. Um, this naturally faces us with a considerable challenge as we've got, uh, we've got to paint roughly 2,000 points in just a month. That's not a challenge. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a week's work, damn it. Um, time to put it away. Uh, put away those sexy, sexy MK skills. Uh, to good use, in other words. Uh, so we're faced with the fact that we just got put, to put a playable list on the table. So here's what he thought he'd let us have a look at and see if we could put a chainsaw to all of his dreams. Um, so yes, we have a 3,000 point Emperor's Children armoured breakthrough list. So, shall I read through this one, gentlemen, and then you can you can give your constructive criticisms? Yeah, I have it I have it in front of me as well, but you better Same read here. to it. <laughs> Beat you to it, did I? Okay, well, um, as long as I'm beating you and it's not the other way around, Freddie, I'm happy. No, so, I said you better read through it. <laughs> oh, better read through it. I, yeah, whatever. How are you just hearing what you want to hear, Jody? Yeah, yeah, That's true. projecting. I'm projecting a little bit. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, so HQ is going to be a Sikaran battle, uh, command battle tank uh, with Laz Cannon sponsors. His troop choices are Predator Squadron with three Predators, all with Laz Cannon sponsors, auxiliary drives, machine spirits, and there's a command tank in there. That's duplicated for his next squadron, for his next troop choice. And then he has um, 10 Bolter Dudes in a Rhino, uh, featuring a multi-melter on the Rhino. And again carbon copy of that in his uh, for his like for a fourth troop slot there heavy support we're looking at Sikaran Venator um, then we're looking at his he's running an allied detachment in this so it's not a true true all the way through purple and I don't even know how many shades of different bodily fluids there are in the Emperor's Children but um, he's running it's one of those don't ask don't yeah, tell I think. don't ask don't tell or just don't ask um, and then there is his Allied Detachment. So he's running a Knight's Allied Detachment. And he's running a Seneschal in his Knight Lancer with the Ocular Augments. So memory serves that gives him the Knight Vision or something along those lines. Um, and then he's got a Knight Castigator. And he's then running a Knight Acheron in the Fast slot. Sorry, the Castigator was being run as a troop. So we're talking a number of tanks, a number of Knights, some dudes on foot in, a rhin in Rhinos, Freddie, Chris, what are your thoughts? Who who, who wants to start? And you've got more experience with well, this. Knife, well, monkey uh, knife fight to deserve? I don't. I to decide. I don't care. Just somebody choose. Uh, well, I I assume that a the the reason he's running knights as well is because obviously he needs to paint up a lot of points in a short amount of time. Because uh, I don't know. I I would probably. There would, there's no need to have the Asheron as a fast. It's better to have more troops because you can have two troops mm -hmm. uh, for scoring. Then, for his main detachment, there's no need for him to uh, do squadrons. 
Now, I'm pretty sure Ryan has said that, but I, I reckon for survivability and flexibility, he should probably split up his predators. Yep. And and, and he has a lot of anti-tank. I, I would save. What I would do is I would take away all the last cannon sponsors, add heavy bolters, fuck off the machine spirits, and the auxiliary drive. That's just useless. That's so expensive. You might as just have dozer blades and hope for the best. Okay. Uh, and what I'll do with the points that I get over for all that, I would get another Venator. Yeah, something to, because as you say, the general rule of thumb is run two or run none, because yeah. they're going to be focused down pretty hard yeah, and, and fast. And, and also he's going to Malmo, so. Like, he, he has, he's, he has all right, like, he has knights, but, eh, like, I don't know. It's 3,000 points. It's good, though, that he has the knights, I guess, because he will take some focus away from his armored vehicles. Personally, I, I prefer Malkadors, but you know me, I have a Malkador fetish. You do? One <laughs> of your many? One of my many. But, but in general, definitely, like, this. the... He has heaps of anti-tank, and I, I reckon it's better to use the predators. But he, he's going to notice the one thing that I realize: it's fucking hard to score objectives and shit and do stuff because moving three predators as one troop choice is fucking awkward. Yeah, it's better to be able to threaten three objectives or do something like that. So what's the, what's the maximum number of troop slots you can have in a crusade list or an armored armored breakthrough list? Is it standard, oh, can, standard crusade six slots? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could you could pair those down into three squads of two, if you wanted yeah. to do that. Um, give you so it gives you more more options as far as moving stuff around is concerned, and and possibly yeah, uh, and, and also like if you face a dropout army or a close assault army or whatever, like uh, because hits bleed over, mm. you can go down really quickly. And yeah. and the thing and the thing the best thing is like uh, if we have heaps of ones. I could, you could always run one forward and block with one, and then try to run away with the other ones, mm. because they're all separate. And you, you can all starburst if you have to as well. Starburst. That, that's starburst. It's like if you if you're driving next to each other, mm. and they're all different troops, and then suddenly a drop pod comes down or whatever, you use starburst. It means everyone goes, hit, runs to the different, runs different directions. Okay. Um, fair enough. It's an actual live term. I was just sort of think where I've read that in the in the rule book, but okay. Um, what about the 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 bolter pigs and the rhinos? Uh, they are pretty good. Mm -hmm. The the one drawback I had in my list is that I went pure armored. Yeah. Uh, mostly because of Adepticon because I had. To be able to play in the Apocalypse game and the Mega Battles and stuff, you weren't allowed to have... Either you had to have multi-wound infantry, or mm -hmm. it had to be vehicles. So I just decided that, well, A, Empress Children don't have any multi-wound terminators. So mm -hmm. that was became pretty easy for me. So yeah. I just ran vehicles. Um, so I, I, I know that it, they're really good for, for grabbing and hold backfields of objectives or outflanking and stuff. Mm -hmm. But but I assume he's going to use them basically drop off the troops to hold hold objectives in the backfield and then uh, go hunting with the rhino with the multi melter. That that could that would that's a good possibility. Um, 
I really, li- I really like the, the the idea that he's got them in. What about you, Chris? What are you thinking for the? I, I would overall? probably, I would probably use veterans instead of uh, both mm-hmm. the big stuff. What about you, because Chris? Because then you can. Then I you mean, can one of my elite, elite is done then. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you so. can out, outflank them. And take? Do you mean take marksman, uh, marksman vets? Yeah. Mm. And then you can run the all of the predators separate as well. Yeah. Because yeah. you get the slots for it. Then you, then you have six uh, predators. Uh, he changed the, uh, the knight to uh, troop as well. Yep. So, it means, so he's maxing out on scoring units. Mm-hmm. And also he has the veterans were pretty good because you can give them all melter bombs if you really want to. Uh, probably not necessary. Marksmen will do enough. Like uh, rending bolts are pretty nice. And you have the multi-melter. Yeah, and you get to outflank that bad boy in the side. Yeah, but and if you don't want to use it, you don't have to. And I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking with the veterans, you've got potentially, if nothing else, uh, ten bolters, which can rapid fire. And you say with marksman, you're wounding on a four up no matter what because you've got sniper. And then you've got the sixes that rend, which are really good against elite troops. Um, again, personally, yeah. I would if you're going to hold hold objectives. I would put in a couple of flamers, personally, uh, just for the wall of death or template covers, because uh, they're really useful just for the the template auto hitting, just getting your chances to roll against the um, against that. But, the, but then in close combat, they're they're fucking rocking with the three attacks each, not charging. So what veterans? Yeah, because they're two attack base and they all come stuck with extra hand weapons. Yeah, no, sorry, I was just thinking, I thought you, for some reason, so you, you were talking about the tanks. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> no, no, so, no, so you want... Yeah, <laughs> True. So, so, so you want to be in close combat. So there, there's, like, if something can survive coming in from the flank, uh, somewhere mushy and nice where there's, like, other tacticals or something, you want your veterans. And also you can jump in, uh, you, you outflank outflank then you jump out and you split them up and then the rhinos are already in the backfield of your opponent and they can go tank hunting so I, I, if I revisited this list I would probably drop all the last cannons on the predators drop all the extra Gucci gear on the predators except those blades that's a must yeah considering so, how I roll those blades <laughs> maybe just possibly maybe look at extra armor as well um, I still think that's worth the, that's worth the points. If you have the points, <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, consider, what is it? What's what are the sponsoring costs on a on a thing? I think it's like twenty, forty points for the last cannon, something like that. And extra armor is like ten points. It's useful if you're taking away a lot of the the big guns. If you're going for rate of fire, so that they're not snap shooting, or, or that at least that you know you've got opportunities to to have better results for them. Um, oh. That's just my then my thought. With that much armor, I'd be looking at you know armored shooting. I'd be looking at that because it's uh, it's I've seen it uh, have positive effects in the past. Yeah, well, either or, or you don't like it's all it comes down to points. Uh, the thing is, uh, as it goes for the his commander, mm. considering most missions has slay the warlord, I would probably. Fuck off, auxiliary drive, machine spirit, and then add armored ceramites. Yeah, 
definitely armored Sarah might. I mean, because you're going to be the prime target of someone fucking either outflanking you <laughs> or mm. dropping a drop pod full of nasty shit that has melter bomb, melter, uh, melter guns. Yes, the yeah. currents aren't that durable. No. Yeah. No, they're not not as uh, not as uh, uh, livable, uh, durable. That's the better word. Thank you, Chris. You did use it already. Uh, as the other stuff, so it's uh, rather awesome. And in that way, you will also save points because what you want to do is you want to get those veterans. Uh, you want to get the predators all sp split up uh, in. Uh, squadrons of one or squadron like uh, units of one mm -hmm. uh, you want them to be daca preds and you don't want all that gucci shit that you have on there except those blade a minimum if you have points left over your armored stuff and then you want to make sure that you move your knights so you have troops there as well because mm. you have enough anti-tank with the knights and with the two venators and yeah. with the with the sikaron yeah, I mean, if you can, if you can um, give the the command tank a bit of backfield protection as well, if everything else is going to go forward, or give him a put one of the troop units next to him, or one of the whatever it is is just like a bodyguard block or something like that. If killed, well, it, always you, it's it, always it, a good idea to protect your to protect your warlord a little bit more if you can, without sacrificing yeah, but, the game. But having uh, uh, six predators. All in units of one, you can kind of uh, adjust your battle plan accordingly with those. Because you can go up up with four, you can go up with one, you can stay back and so on. And besides when you deploy, the footprint of it, like this is the thing I learned, the footprint of this fire, fucking entire armored breakthrough, take, it takes up a lot of space together with the knights. So you don't have, have to worry about the, the drop pods turn one. It's the turn two and turn three stuff coming in that that is annoying. So it's either either whatever is dropping on turn two, or whatever is outflanking. Yeah, it tends to be your issue. So you just you just got to be on it basically and just mm. be aware of your field positioning. Yeah, but because everything is fast, it shouldn't be a be a drama. Mm. And uh, the it's a really good looking army if you can put it out as well. That's the other thing. Yeah. I, really, I really like the look of an armor breakthrough list. Um, again, sort of shout out to uh, the one the one I have seen, which was Max's list. Uh, I'm pretty uh, sure you've seen mine as well. I haven't seen it in game. I've seen the models, and they, again, I've seen seen what you put out. That looks really good. But having actually seen one in game, um, I really enjoyed watching it being played as well. So, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, you didn't run it last year at Scandus, did you? Because you're having it painted up this year for Adepticon, so um, didn't actually get to see that. That is correct. Well, I didn't play Scandus. No, exactly. no, I mean, uh, you didn't bring them along with you is what I meant. You didn't have them there. No. Um, no. no. Uh, but that, that, that's my two cents. Uh, squadron is squadrons is not not good, so avoid your squadrons. Yeah, it, it, uh, it hurts. Like, <laughs> uh, like you, you, you could have squadrons if it, let's say you had like some plasma preds and they were just hanging back and weren't doing that much and, and stuff, but Still, you know, squadrons is a fickle level lover. Mm -hmm. Malkador, like uh, Malkadors, you can do, but yeah, uh, I mean the, the heavier armor stuff fucking... for sure. You can you can do it because yeah. they can soak the hits, but yeah. um, the lighter armor stuff, I guess it's it's easier to take the loss of one unit, one model rather than one tank rather than 
losing a, a lot, you know, two or three in one one burst or whatever. Yeah, you end up in close combat with like one contemptor and the whole squadron is fucked. Yeah. Which is it's not what you want. No, not at all. And basically, he only needs to hit one of them. Like, he reached one of your fucking vehicles. Mm. So, and then everyone gets blown up. You just ask Nicholas. He's an expert. <laughs> hey, I know, I know the pain as well. I went through it with the um, when I was doing the uh, my predis, uh, plasma preds at uh, at Scorpius. That was a, a painful, painful exercise to go through. Um, having yeah. them opened up. Uh, what do you think, Chris? Any any thoughts on your end? Before we sort of roll, think, roll this I up, I think it's what we've what we've discussed so far. Yeah. Groovy, groovy, groovy. I think there's more than that. Okay then. Uh, well, I do believe that's everything we have at the moment. But if you want your list reviewed, please get in touch. Again, drop us an email, drop us the information through, um, and we will have a look through it. We'll read through it. We'll give you our uh, our chainsaws, our critique on on such things. Uh, can't promise it'll be professional and or, or worthwhile, but we'll do our best. And um, at the end of the day, you get to hear us blathering on about it, which is always good fun. So let's do that. Let's have you guys do that, more importantly. And as we said, no news, nothing else really to shout out at the top of the show, do you guys think of? No. No, Chris? No. No? Not okay. really. Groovy. All right, then well, what we'll do is we will head on out to our little chat with Eric as we discuss all about the Forge World Open Day as much as we can and we talk about the event that's taking place at Giant Fanatic here in, uh, or there in Denmark I should say, here here in the Nordic <laughs> regions, there in Denmark uh, Freud, Freud, Freudian slip Freudian slip, what can I say, sue me uh, coming up soon and it's going to be a great chat and then we will be back after that with our wrap up so we'll be right back after this tune <laughs>
And we're back. And now it's time for our listener episode. This is, or the main content of our listener episode, I should say. And we're focusing on one of our, I want to say local, local gamers, but local is kind of relative. Uh, you know, technically Stockholm's local, but that's that's a while away. But this one's much more local because, I mean, we're, from where I am at least, uh, we have the, the, the lovely, the one, the only, absolutely gorgeous human being that is Mr. Mr. Eric Velo from, from Denmark. How are you doing, my friend? Hello, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Yeah. Thank you for uh, inviting me here. Oh, you're more than welcome, my friend. You're more than welcome. I mean, we, we do yeah. have multiple... Uh, motives for getting you on here. I mean, obviously we are here to talk all about stuff that is about you and hobby and everything, but we're we're also shamelessly shamelessly stealing the fact that you were at the open day recently. So we're going to talk about that as well. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so it, it was a good trip. It was a good trip. Not that many news, but um, at least we got to drink for several days and we enjoyed the really good service at Games Workshop. Um, actually, got some. We got some good stories from there too, but oh, uh, yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> That's exactly what we want to hear. So stories are good. Um, we're looking forward to to definitely hearing some stories. So uh, yeah, let, well let's let's start first of all. I mean let's let's begin with why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself because let's introduce you to to our listeners. Uh, some of the guys will know you obviously because you're a big part of the sort of gaming scene, um, but tell us about yourself and sort of give us an idea of of your gaming history, how you got into uh, the game itself. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's actually started when I was uh, 12, 13 in school. Um, some guy had brought a Dark Elf Regiment in Warhammer Fantasy Battle to uh, school, and somehow I ended up in Games Workshop and buying <laughs> a bunch of Skeleton Warriors, and then it started. <laughs> um but I, I soon found out I like to be kind of special. Um, so uh, I got in. I, yeah, yeah. You, you, you've met me. I'm a very, uh, very special guy in a bad way. You're, my kind of, you're all kind of special, dude. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. Iron liver and yeah, you know all that. Danish requirements, well, man. Danish requirements. Yes, yes, my ancestry. <laughs> no, but I uh, I started out of Empire Counts Army. Um, soon found out that, of course, Docs of War and ordering mail orders was a lot more fun. So uh spent a fortune as a child and a lot of time waiting for my troops to come home from England. <laughs> um, I actually played all the way through 6th edition and when 7th hit, I got tired of it and actually yeah, I went into 40k for a month, I think, and got tired of it really fast. Um, just take, I, just I take a summer th- vacation into 40k and go, nah, not for me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Is I was a fantasy guy back then. Um, I think four or five years later, I tried 40k again. Didn't really like fantasy anymore, so I, I tried a Dark Angels Army again. Yeah. Um, and this this time, I kind of stayed in there. Um, but as then, then the power creep started, Eldar, Tau, all the armies came out, um, and it got less and less interesting, really. Um, so one day I was talking to one of my friends I play with. Uh, we'd been out drinking, of course, and home after a girlless night at three in the night, and he introduces me to the Mechanicum uh, figures from Fortworld. And right there in the middle of the night, 
<laughs> I saw them, the beautiful Castellax robots. <laughs> um, and now I have about 18,000 points of Mechanicum, of which I think about 10,000 is painted. Um, and another 6,000 are half painted. Um, so, yeah. So that, basically a luckless knight got you, instead of getting laid, you got connected to the Mechanicum. I, I, I think that's a win-win. You, 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 it's yeah, something yeah. That, it, that it's even more expensive than Wingman. I was just about to say that. <laughs> that <laughs> was the one thing I that never was, said it was a good idea. I'm just saying it <laughs> happens, you know. He coughed and he landed on choice. the Mechanicum army. What can you say? Shit yeah, happens. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could have had a wedding and children and a life. And, yeah, instead I, I, I ended up the Mechanicum. They may not be mutually exclusive, man. They may not work together. I'm just saying. No. I'm, not bitter, <laughs> I'm not old and bitter and wasn't, but, you know, Freddie, back me up here. They're not always the same thing, right? <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm married and have children, and, and yeah, you know, and no life. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically, you have double the expenses I have then. Yeah, no, it's like, I have, so I have even less hobby time. Yeah, yeah. That's why, exactly. why, si why I'm sitting in the fucking laundry. We <laughs> told you about this. It's not the laundry. It's Freddy's man cave with added added washing benefits. You've got to butch it up a bit. That's true. Can you paint while the the washing machine is running, or or do you have to wait till it stops shaking? Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm so used to it now, so it doesn't really well, matter. He's, ne he's never been able to paint a straight line in his life anyway, so it kind of explains <laughs> everything. <laughs> but uh, on the upside, it's always like a fucking tropical rainforest in here because it's so fucking hot and moist all the time. Are you, are you trying to explain away all the drinking there, Freddie? Yeah, oh. well, that's why I'm drinking all the time as well. You basically had a, a late night rendezvous with the Forgeord website and, and pictures of Castellax. Yeah. And now it's uh, yeah, 18,000 points later and yeah. still going um, Yeah, yeah. I still buy the new models when they come out. And then I found actually some Ukrainian pastes that sold awesome looking uh, thousand sun mats and another drunken night out i was like oh my god i gotta order these so 300 euro later i had a lot of uh, mats for a uh, thousand suns but no marines <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> so fortunately the that was the battle of kelth set that came out back then so yeah, I'm playing Mechanicum and Thousand Suns. I did not know the rules for Thousand Suns when I started. I don't think any Mechanicum... knew the rules for Thousand Suns when they started. No, no. <laughs> I just like the metallic reds. That's it. And the mods from the Ukrainian phone page. Um, yeah. And somehow I ended up with two of the strongest armies in the game. Um, and people cry about it all the time. Hey, I didn't cry that last time. I told you uh, I had something in my eye. Stop judging me, man. <laughs> Stop judging me. It wasn't crying. I mean, shit, you did throw three Volterax at me, so I'm, I'm, I'm okay to have a little bit of wet iron occasionally on that sort of shit. I only did that once. Once yeah, never go. Once yeah, never go for best sport. Yeah, I found out they're way too expensive. You know, I was fighters with hoplites in them. Way better. More shots, better price. Oh, yeah. And you can deep strike them so people don't get to shoot them before you actually remove their super heavy tanks. I can agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, that love affair with Mechanicum sounds kind of reminiscent, Chris. Yeah, that is the reason why I'm building uh, Arrows Lighters and Awaken for my Hoplites. Yeah. Yeah. And my, 
Yes. I just bought I just bought two extra hours, so I have three. <laughs> and I hope it doesn't make me a bad person. I nah. I Fair really enough. do a lot of beautiful painting. Do, so yeah, yeah when, when I completely remove someone from the table, at least they have something nice to look at. What you mean your models doing it? Yeah, it was actually a comment I got from an opponent. Like, at least I have something beautiful to look at um, while he was crying, removing his models from the table. <laughs> I told you it wasn't crying. <laughs> no, it wasn't me this time. <laughs> oh, it wasn't me this time, right? Okay, okay, it was somebody else. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you, you were... You were just unlucky, you know, with um, putting up your army right in front of me and my friends I brought to bring my whole army to yeah. the event. Well, um, no, I, to be to be fair, that was a fun game. It just didn't help that most of my most of my team deployed on the other side of the eight foot by four foot board and left me to face your mechanicum. But hey, yeah. I'm not I, well, bitter. I'm just an iron Three thousand coins against ten. Yeah, it's a, yeah. I, I, I seem to face these long odd armies, long odds, quite regularly at the moment. It's like, what the hell, man? Can somebody please yeah. show up and support me here? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was at least nice and didn't bring any load of war. Three Volterax, man. Three Volterax, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, it was a pocket of the shooter, and only one survived. Yeah, and I, I don't think I killed yeah. a single one of them. Uh... No, they they went to the other side of the table and got removed horribly. <laughs> yeah. Ah, but, but seriously, it's... Um... Yeah, I I do play, you know, the the hardcore tournament play. I got a second place at Grand Tournament uh, in May, and where, at the same where time, was that tournament? Uh, it, it was Grand Tournament in May. Yeah. In uh, England. Oh, I went to a GT in the UK. Yeah, exactly. Nice. And I actually also I won the the best army award. It yeah, it's, I think it was both for conversions and painting. Nice. Um, so yeah, um, didn't expect to win. I've had no idea what I was going into. Um, the British meta game is very much focused on. Uh, it's like, it's actually like the Swedish a year ago. It's very much focused about one Death Star with a Primark um, in a Spartan. Every so army I met. Yeah, it, it is. It is every. Every army I met there was the same setup, pretty much, with like two, three units in difference. Um, and I, uh, yeah, you, you've met my Mechanicum. You, you know I played very differently from everyone else. Yeah. Uh, I despise Ankara Scorcia. I think it's yeah, he's horrible. Um, so it's I basically have the whole deep strike thing going, where close combat is something I would like really like to avoid. So basically my tactic is always to shoot the Spartan no later than turn two and then just keep my distance and leave this, leave the Primark alone with his Death Star and say, fuck him, I'll just kill everything else. See, now, uh, now I, I remember, I remember your, um, your uh, what do you call it, Arch Magos at the MKA course. He, he, <laughs> he's, he's, he's something that could annoy the hell out of a Primark. Yeah, t technically. You know, Angron Angron only come, came out of the drop pod because my tarantula battery kind of exploded it. Yeah. Um, with one last cannon shot. Yeah. Um, I, I know I that feeling. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've, I, actually, Tarantula batteries are amazing in Miami. Um, every time I bring them, I either kill the, you know, the big drop pod, what's it called? The uh, Yeah. Or the Viathan by exploding it. Every single time I've tried that the last cannon tarantula. Um, so it, it's kind of my lucky tarantula, I guess. Chris, I think, Chris, I think we found the exception to the rule here, buddy. <laughs> well, I can't as well. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Chris loves his fucking tarantula. They can hold up like Emperor's children in close combat. <laughs> <laughs> that, nice. That was uh, because of your famous rolling, Freddy. <laughs> that was because of just natural perfection, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> close combat with a champion. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do it in style, man. Do it in style. So yeah. I remember I remember we talked about your um, your Thousand Suns army. You you're doing a slightly different uh, well I say slightly different. You're doing a more unique style Thousand Suns army, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm doing armored breakthrough. Um, so basically I have one level of Psyker normally. Mm-hmm. Um, and a fuckload of tanks. Really a fuckload of tanks. Um, so I, I I really I never really liked psychic powers. I found them. I, I still find them completely uh, game breaking. A lot of them, um, and rerolls in general too. So I stay far away from from all the psychic powers. I go with a lot of uh, you know with with tanks, and then I play for objectives more than anything else. Um, I, I, my my friend taught me the tactic really also for the mechanical. He calls it the yeah the not so hard dig approach. Um, so yeah, fair, <laughs> basically, fair, good name. Yeah, yeah, the the squishy penis approach. Um, basically, instead of focusing on how much you can destroy, um, instead focus on crippling your opponent and just win the objectives instead. Well, it's a formula that works for you. Um, again, I will say this without bitterness. I felt it, so um, I felt that, that, that I felt the, the limp dick approach. <laughs> you have also felt the hard dig approach. Yeah, um, fucker. That, that's the three volts right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're just. That, 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 that's a flying dick, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the hard flying dick approach. That's, that was like triple dick, to be fair. That was like triple dick to the face, you know. Well, you know. It's yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> like three of them just in your face. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Drowning in them. Drow, drow, drowning in dick, basically, is what I was doing yeah. at that point. Yes, it was, um, it was a really visually pleasant experience. <laughs> oh, God, it was painful. getting drowned by dick. Yeah, I love yeah. that. It could, it, could wow. have, it could have been worse. I don't know how, but it could have been worse. Uh, we, we always enjoy each other's company, at least. Yes, we do. I mean, maybe, a, we've never had a bad maybe, evening. No, maybe, maybe me more than you, but but yeah. <laughs> I just I love the idea. I personally I love the idea of doing a um, an armor breakthrough thousand suns list and. Uh, I really like the idea. So, what, what are you what are you going for with that list? As in, sort of tanks wise, have you got any new, new any? I'm gonna. I'm, I don't want to jump ahead too far, but um, do you have any of the new tanks that have just come out recently for this list by any chance? I was number eleven in line for the <laughs> shop. So in, at games at the fourth world day. So yeah, I got one of each. 
Um, You're a bad man. There are no rules <laughs> for the Omega Destroyer yet, and I'm so sad because it's a photon thruster in a big. It's a big photon thruster, and that happened. No, no, sorry, it's not a. I'm face plasma fusion, not a photon thruster. It's a big mechanicum gun they have put on it. Yeah. And I just love that. Um, so I'm really looking forward to see what that weapon ends up with. My, my guess will be some, it doesn't get hot plasma, uh, strength 9 AP2 or strength 8 AP1. It's completely a guess, but I think that's where we're going. Ouch. Um, yeah. Um, because the, the small gun is 3 shots, strength 6, AP3. And then when you make it a lot bigger, it's actually the same one the Warlord Titan can get, you know, the plasma one. Um, so it's, it's, it got, it gotta be between strength D and strength 6 somewhere. So, so I, I think it's where we're going. Yikes. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping uh, it, it will get hard hitting. It's a beautiful tank. It's it looks really bad on the pictures actually, but when you see it in real life, it um, it, it, it makes up for it. Yeah, it looks really good actually. Unfortunately, the paint job at the studio models it, they they kind of put some uh, pea yellow weathering on it. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, that that was kind of weird. Um, and I got my hands on the Arcos one, the missile launcher one. Oh yeah. Which is yeah, uh, it it gotta be nerfed when it uh, when it gets in the in the red book. Seriously, it's it's retarded good. Um, I see no problem with this as long as I have three of them in my army. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, it's by far the best uh, heavy heavy choice out there for marine armies right now. Um, as long as it does move, you can fire eight strength, eight missiles with AP2. With the added detail that you have to reroll successful jinx saves, so fuck your jet bikes. Um, and if you happen to penetrate a tank, then you roll D3 times per, penetra- per penetrating hit um, and choose the highest one. Oh, it's so, cost, cost a warhead. Yes, you yeah. are going to explode stuff to the left and the right unless it's a land raider. Did you? Uh, fucking ambulance drop pods are going to have a hard day. Yeah, they they're gonna suffer from that tank. Um, uh, as somebody who doesn't use them, I don't feel bad about that at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're definitely gonna get an upgrade to your army. That's for sure. That's for oh. sure. Oh yeah. Well, I actually because it's been sort of a topic of conversation between myself and Chris in the last couple of episodes. Um, have you seen all three of them in the same place? All three of the new variants. Um, they had two next to each other at uh, at Fort World Day, and then they had the towers laying next to them. Okay. So they had all the four towers, but only two tanks. Okay. Um, Which like is your gas- personal favorite? Um, I guess on looks, it's definitely a missile tank. Um, and rule, yeah, also rules wise because it's it's really really good. Um, the Gatling one is is my second. Yeah, but some people don't like it because it's asymmetric. I'm, I, I kind of like that. It's, uh, it makes it unique and cool compared to a lot of other things. <laughs> but it's the rules are so bad. Um, 
I'm a statistics guy, and we calculated a lot, me and a friend. Um, uh, yeah, and um, we we found out that um, basically, unless you're facing toughness tree troops with four plus or worse armor, you are better off with uh, with a normal Sikaran uh, battle tank. Um, because they, uh, if it's not twin length and you only get rending if you're packed, don't move, and then you cannot shoot the next turn. So it's basically useless compared to a normal, a normal battle tank. Unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. That's. But it's a really cool looking one. I was just saying, <laughs> that's a bit. Well, I guess it, 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 it's just taking the shine off it a little bit because I'm kind of hoping to run several of them myself at some point. But hey, you can, yeah. I, can, I can live with it. I can live with it. Um, yeah. So with the, I mean, with the the armies that you've collected and stuff. Uh, and yeah. we, we keep going back and forth about how we've played against them. I mean, you came, you were part of the the filthy first, and only you came along to the MKO course with us. And um, like I was trying to allude to earlier, you you did bring the 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 might of the Mechanicum that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, to to be fair, we asked. Uh, yeah, I asked you. It was Bjorn and me. Who was you? You had a friend too. You were. Uh, yeah, you were yeah, it was you. Oh, punch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you kind of said, bring the pain. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. I actually yeah. got it written still. <laughs> oh, you kept it, right, Brian? Yes. <laughs> because I got a lot of shit for that. No, it wasn't. The, yeah, it was that bad. It was pretty horrible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, had a lot of, we had a lot of fun that weekend, uh, that, it, that it, time. Yeah, it, it was. Unfortunately, I, I didn't get that fucking memo. <laughs> I, just, I well, just expected you to be you, Freddy, and bring the pain, you know? Yeah. Not like a friendly Black Shields list with a little bit of random bits and pieces. Yes, you know, to do some nice friendly games. Yeah, it was Nothing totally friendly. It was totally yeah. I mean, and, and you just happened to join a game that had been set on, yeah, another course. <laughs> <laughs> the, That's a nice rail. way of putting it. <laughs> set on another yeah. course. Set to set yeah. set to fuck you guys is what that was. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know it's uh, it, it was quite horrible, but basically, yeah, I, I think what you're referring to is the fact that my Magus and his Myrmidons kind of killed Angron and then in the next turn killed Horus. Kind of. And yeah, maybe he did, and then he ran over the table and decided not to die at all yeah. with one wound left. And maybe punked, um, punked my guys in the face a little bit, a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah. At least Horus got him uh, down to what strength four or something. Yeah. Yeah. So he he wasn't too bad in the end in close combat actually. Or too good. He 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 was kind of hurt. He was kind. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah, no. Sorry. No. <laughs> no. No. Doesn't work like that. Doesn't work like that at all. Oh, uh, you're, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> So it says you've. But, um, I was going to say you. It just uh, the reason I mentioned that is because um, you, we talk, we've sort of talked beforehand before the interview a little bit, and you've managed to get some finalist pins in Golden Demon. Uh, not yet, not yet. No, is that, is that uh, misreading you? Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I, my goal is uh, at some point with the Thousand Suns Army, I will go and try to win best painted in Grand Tournament again. Yeah. 
Uh, and I'm going to do a character model at some point that I really hope will get a finalist pen. Ah, cool. Is that, uh, are you going to use the new Praetor model? Or? I, I, I bought, um, you know, the Blood Raven model. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The new one, which is 45 pounds. Yay. Just to get his hammer. Yeah, just to get his hammer. So I can put it on another um, another model, on and a thousand suns model because I love thunder hammers. Um, so basically, it's going to be that hammer on some kind Sorry. of model. Yeah. Keener. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make a mold um, of it, a silicone mold, definitely. Cool. Um, we we talk yes. about that off there. We'll talk about that offline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Well, it's not illegal to copy for yourself. I'm not going to sell it no, just exactly, to, exactly. for myself. You just have yeah. to lend me the hammer so I can copy it myself afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, basically I'm going to do that, and I'm going to have a model with glow, everything from the hammer. Just make it look outstanding. Um yeah, and then hopefully get at least a final pin at some a final spin at some point. I'm not, I don't have uh, the patience to make a winner. That's for sure, um, because then I would be sitting looking at my unpainted army and be like, ah, I could make a thousand more points instead. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah. Which is a good thing. It's like, eh, I could paint this, or or I could make a really much cooler, bigger army. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go with the army. Yeah. <laughs> But but you're gonna see from next year my uh, Thousand Suns army in uh, the Swedish events a lot. Um, awesome. So de definitely gonna be a big upgrade from the Mechanicum paint wise. I'm looking forward to it. Um, it's it's such a beautiful color scheme as well. Um, yeah, thanks, man. It is. It's absolutely gorgeous. I, I love it. It's um, it's an amazing color. Yeah, I was going to ask before before I uh, before we actually go on and start talking about what we are here to talk about. Uh, how many yeah. how many layers of Angron Red do you put over? Um, at the moment, I use six to seven layers, and I don't thin them at all. Sure. Um, that <laughs> do, however, require a bit of uh, airbrush technique. Yeah. If you want to be sure not to like completely ruin your model then thin it down by a third with yeah. um with thinner and then do maybe 12 15 layers yeah no i'm just uh, looking at uh, freddy's warhound and going fuck i need to buy more angron red <laughs> <laughs> yeah um a, a rule of thumb for me is uh, one angron red that's two rhinos and one five man squad and I then it's a lot more anger on red. Yeah. Shit. I am so far at 11 spent anger on red. For I, my I, I can tell you, uh, fucking one of those Tamaya smoke, that's enough for five tactical marines and one rhino. Yeah. <laughs> so. And this is why I'm happy I play Iron Warriors, because I don't need that. It's all good. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Fuck. Well, but yeah, I will do. I, I get the feeling I'm going to be stocking up a lot uh, with, with seconds coming up. So that's that's all good. Um, damn, dude. Okay, fair enough. So let's let's instead of well, I mean, we love to talk hobby. Let's not argue that. But let's talk proper stuff. What we're here to talk about, and we are yeah. here to talk about. We're going to start with the uh, Forge World Open Day. Um, yes. So tell it. Give us because uh, I know you, as you said, just touched on a little while ago. There's not a huge amount of new news to come out that hasn't already been released, sort of out to the community at large. But take us through the day take us through what it was like to be there take us through like when you got there and, and go through go through your journey and give us that story because i look i'm looking forward to hearing that 
Yeah, um, yeah. We uh, went there on Saturday morning um, to Forge World from Denmark. Um, went over Amsterdam. Was a nice trip. Good weather. Arrived in Britain and got the yeah the good British uh, food. Oh, wait, and what? of sorry. course, as we eat, we sorry, sorry, went sorry, directly. Sorry. Did you say great yeah. British food? For one day it's good, the second day you want to puke. I was going to say thank you very much. <laughs> yes. That. Um, one, I one, love my one home weekend. country, but still. <laughs> <laughs> one, one, one day there and you hate eggs forever. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we uh, we went over there and we got to Fort World in yeah, Nottingham. And, um, I think about, I don't know, two in the afternoon or something. Um, spent the day there. Um, one of my friends, he had he had gotten um, a dreadnought with well, it was a custode dreadnought, one of the new ones, and apparently the spear, the racing had some trouble with it. Um, so we talked to uh, to one of some of the guys there know us because we were the drunken Danes that always come uh, at all the big events. Um, <laughs> In other words, you're, you're pre, they ha- you have a reputation, is what you're saying. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so we went there, and his the spear on his uh, dreadnought was completely wobbly. Um, he didn't bring a receipt or anything. He just mentioned it for uh, for one of the for the guy we know over there. And I gotta say, the service is amazing. Um, Ten minutes later, he had a new uh, dreadnought in his hand. Actually, I think I don't remember if it, if, it, if it was two, but basically just got two new dreadnoughts. Like there you go. We're sorry for the mistake. No receipts. Didn't even have the dreadnought there. Damn. That's amazing service. Seriously. Um, and a lot of the times they've been around. Like when last time we were there, we kind of overspent. We spent thirty-six thousand Danish kroner between five guys. That's about uh, three and a half thousand British pounds, just for those of you who are wondering, and I have no idea what that is in US dollars and stuff. But it's, a lot. Yeah, it's actually, it's actually more like four thousand with the current exchange rate. Uh-huh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, we spend a fuckload of money, um, which can be a problem to get through hand luggage. Um, we also find that, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Basically, uh, they also uh, made sure to store our stuff while we uh, were having fun the whole day there. So, um, really amazing service. Gotta gotta say that. Um, when we uh, yeah, when we arrived that Sunday, we were there two hours before, and I think we were like group number four in line or something. Um, was a bit long wait, but no problem there. We just chilled out. It was a sunny day and. Yeah, everything was cool. And when we came in, we, of course, went directly to the store um, because we knew from last time that if you don't go directly to the store, a lot of the cool stuff is going to be sold out. So we went to uh, we went up there, got the new uh, Sikaran tanks. My friend who's placed Custodes, he got all the new Terminator squats and, uh, and everything. So, yeah, basically we bought one of everything, at least, for Horus Heresy. Also the new plane, which looks... Really good. Oh, the custodies mega fly. Yes, yes, and it's kind of expensive. <laughs> yeah. But we got told actually that one we got some rules for, or not rules, but uh, we got told that it's gonna be uh, about the same price as a Thunderhawk in game, yeah. in points. So um, 
Yeah. Is it good? You... Did they say anything about it being an assault vehicle by any chance? Nope. Nope. Unfortunately not. Good. Good. Uh, <laughs> good. <laughs> well, I'm hoping it's not going to be because that would be horrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's 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 gonna be like a 700 point or something uh, flyer. So, guess it's okay if it if the whole thing costs like I don't know 1200 points with crew in it or with the models in it. Yeah, just about. Uh, yeah. I, I can accept that. I don't want to play against it, but I can accept it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's probably gonna be a lot of war too. Uh, we almost got them to admit that without complete confirmation. Um, but apart from that, we we talked to one of the sculptors, uh, Trish, who makes all the monsters um, at 412. And we got told that they have had uh, like a bit small team at the moment to to make new sculpts. Um, so we uh, yeah, so th- they are apparently hiring sculptors at the moment to get a, a bit of move on because it's been uh, pretty busy with all the new specialist games coming out. Yeah. Uh, after they took over, you know, Blood Bowl and Necromunda, and they are making Necromunda. Yeah, um, oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so basically, they have been a bit behind. Um, for Horse Heresy, we we do get new models. They uh, confirmed what's already been confirmed on the internet, basically about Angelicus. Um, they're gonna be Dark Mechanicum for sure in the book. Dark Mechanicum is gonna have new models. It's not just going to be reuse of the old, yeah, not dark mechanical models. Um, so they're going to be more like demonic engines and stuff. So I'm looking forward to that as a mechanical player. Yeah. Um, they are going to have, yeah, sorry? No, did they mention anything about pushing the book back? Because we've heard like heaps of stuff because of Alan Bly that they're going to push the book back. Yeah, we haven't heard anything, but we were at the game stay, uh, Fortwell Day, sorry, uh, last year. And last year they had basically a fuckload of info about Infernus. This year they had nothing about Angelicus. Um, so I didn't get anything confirmed, but my own guess would be that it, a delay could be possible. Um, because they had really nothing. When we talked to them, they're like, oh, we can't tell anything. So either they stop sharing uh, news, or they don't just don't have that many. Yeah. So the, the, you you can say there was like a massive difference between this Watch World yes. delay and the last year one. Yeah, definitely. Do you, definitely. Do you think that that's most likely because Alan's passing, or just because some sort of change in policies? Yeah, I, I guess it could be. A, last year I spent I think one and a half hour talking to Alan alone. Um, got to call to catch him while he was uh, while there was no one there. Um, so for you, me you last year, you weren't stalking was... him in the bathroom, were you? No, 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 no. <laughs> Only locked the door and uh, and jammed it. So <laughs> that's not stalking. That's just being practical. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you are gonna tell me what's in Infernus. <laughs> uh, but but last year was really awesome for us. Um, but this year we we didn't get many news. They, we're really keen on sharing everything about graphics, you know, and all, all the things around making the books and talking about how they mold and everything. Um, but no news about what's going to be in it, except we know, um, blood angels are going to be in it. Um, and dark mechanicum and dark mechanicum and demons too, actually. 
Awesome. Uh, yeah, so we, we're going to have some really cool new armies coming. Um, and if, if we take a trip memory lane back to games day when I was uh, there and playing at the grand tournament, um, I talked to, I don't remember his name, but one of the guys uh, who actually makes the, who, who's writing the 7.5 edition rule book for Fort World. Mm-hmm. Um, I, he told that the rule book is going to be made so they remove all the 40k only uh, rules when they've done that they're going to look to the FAQs and make sure that all the stuff is corrected in the book so basically you should need the old FAQs they he wouldn't tell but he kind of nodded when we talked about uh, melter bombs mm-hmm. only being able to be used by one guy um and then I ask if they are going to do something about really, really stupid psychic powers, like maybe invisibility. And while he was nodding a lot, he uh, said he could not comment on that. <laughs> so, Good politi- political answer. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm sorry, I could not possibly <laughs> nod and comment on that. At the yeah. Same time. Good, yeah. To know. good to know they're good politicians there if needed. Um, yes. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. I mean, it's it's good to hear that sort of stuff going in that direction. Um, yeah. I mean, even without the without uh, what do you call it without uh, heresy stuff being released, there was some other cool stuff that you mentioned, like Necromunda coming out. Yeah. So what were the, did you uh, manage to get around to see the minis there? Or yeah, they had a few of them. They they look amazing. Um, if, especially if you're doing, um, a, uh, I think a militia army, if you're doing a loyalist one, you could probably use some of the mo- models from Necromunda there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, I guess you could do that. Um, and yeah, where else could you, I, I haven't really played the specialist games myself. Okay. Um, but, I mean, so, what were, the, what were the models? Did they look cool? Were they? Did you manage to get them in your hand? Did you manage to see? No, them no models in the hands. They were in a glass cabinet. Um, Where's the love for? So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they were painted, and they were painted really well, actually. A lot of details, and yeah, that's good. Look, to hear. Looking really, really good. Um, so definitely, if you're into the specialist games, gotta gotta go for that. It's it's amazing. It really looks good. Oh, yeah. um, Most definitely, personally, very much looking forward to that. I think we all are, aren't we, guys? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love Necromunda. Yeah. Yeah. I see what they do about it. You see what they do about it. Fair I, enough. I, I, yeah. Necromunda wasn't my first special game of choice. Ah, big. okay. Well, BFG, I'm guessing. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Warmaster. They're all. They're all <laughs> awesome. Well, technically, my yeah. first was Epic, but then it wasn't Specialist Games. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, let's just not split hairs about that, because I'm going bold as it is, so I don't particularly want to lose any more. Um, so, let's see. Let's, so, what are there, was there any other cool stuff that you managed to sort of get involved in or have a look around while you were there? Um, no, not really. I saw some of the new graphics they're going to make for the new book. Um, but not, nothing is, you know, most like battle pictures. So normal stuff. They showed kind of how they did some of the pictures and yeah, but, but nothing, nothing big. They re- really, everything has been on the internet before the games day or the fourth world day. Sorry. Um, so yeah, so not, not, nothing new really. Um, well, we can't have no, everything no. all the time, I guess, is the the, 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 the lesson of this. 
You can't yeah. have all yeah. nice things all the not allowed nice things all the time, which I think is wrong, but that's just because you know I want nice things all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But that's that's how it rolls. That's what we got to live with. So yeah, again, it's so that was a fun one. <clears throat> and now the other thing that we're here to talk about, which I think is very important, is the uh, well. Why don't you explain it? We're, we're talking about an event that you're running, if I'm right. Yeah. Uh, and yes. And that's taking place in Denmark, coming up very yes. soon. So rather than me blabbing through all the details, take us through the details about what's actually going on. Yeah, we inspired by an old fantasy campaign we had um, in Denmark. Like it's it's been running, but I participated like ten years ago. Um, it was re- it's a real time strategy. So basically, you have fifteen hundred points of an army of fifteen hundred points. You start out with, you play it in teams, um, and then you have a map. So normally you do a campaign where you're like you pair against him, you pair against him, and so on. So you have. You just play around and around and around. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, you play real time. So you basically have to take territories called what we call them war zones in the in the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it takes a different amount of time to move between the different war zones, and you have to stay on the war zone for a certain amount of time to take it. Each war zone gives an amount of points um, you can put into one army. So each war zone has one card attached to it. So that could be plus 150 points and maybe plus one fast choice. And then you give it to one of the players on the team and they can expand their army by that. Mm-hmm. If you lose stuff in battle, then you uh, can regenerate the army. So you generate it, you regenerate it over time. Um, so basically you can get your ass beaten and if someone moves onto your territory again um, then you're going to start out with an ass beaten army uh-huh, but you. yeah so uh, you yeah you can really uh, get pushed back all the time um, but what you can also do is if you get pushed back all the time have two teammates come in from another board and just support you and come into reserves so it's it's a lot of uh, strategy more than uh, on a on a bigger scale than just one battle. So you're basically gonna have my my experience was from one of the years playing fantasy. I was my team leader basically told me defend this territory for the next four hours and we win the campaign. And then three armies moved on to my table. I was like, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. So I was standing there. I got all the cards of course for my team because they needed a big army to defend so basically I got all the cards made a big fucking army and two and a half times my army size moved onto the table and all I had to do was just survive for four hours so for me it was it it was epic to just stand there and get my ass kicked because I knew if I just got a kick slow enough my team would win um so I'm going, yeah, you, t- so, you took the beating, you took it hard, but you took it slow. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you you can definitely say that. It that and and it's. I really wanted to try it out in the horse heresy, and for that I need players. The more players, the better it gets. So I hope people uh, are interested in trying it, like in a in a new way. And that's that's um, why that's why you're here is to sort of push push yeah. the word out and talk about the event. So give us some give us some details about the event itself. Where's it happening? When's it happening? It's, What's the cost? That sort of stuff. 
Um, it's 350 Danish kroner to join it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's in the middle of Copenhagen, like literally on, almost on top of the central station. Um, it's the weekend between the 13th of September and the 1st of October. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, come and join us there. And there's... There, we have plenty of Danish guys willing to uh, to share our homes if you are, if it's the hotel that's too expensive. So uh, yeah, get get on get on the get on the events and yeah, write me and I'll make sure to hook you up with a place to sleep. Um, yeah, we and again the the whole event is gonna be it's all about having fun epic battles. You can change your army all the way through the through the whole campaign. So basically you say, oh, I don't want to have this and this in my army. Then you wait for a certain amount of time and then you just swap it for something else. So there's a big strategy part of it. Like, you know, with the, you, you, if you can see what's coming at you or if you're going to support a teammate, then maybe it's better to wait 40 minutes, make an army that fits whatever you're facing and then join the, the battle. Um, we're also gonna have some static combat zones, so every table will have its own like card that describes the table, special rules. There are gonna be a lot of special rules. One of the middle tables, that's the one I wanna talk about here, is yep. uh, gonna be a military base. The military base is really special. It's the one place that gives you a lot of war choice. So the one holding the military fortress in the middle is the one is the team getting a lot of war choice. Um, nice. So that can be a big difference when you're playing uh, when you're playing with these uh, smaller armies, and the smaller armies are of course they don't get stuck in a battle for a whole day and then don't get to really do any real time strategy. Mm. Um, basically, holding the base is going to be really cool. You're gonna it's going to be fortified as hell. You're going to have a fuckload of uh, help from the terrain when you have that table. So it's really about getting there first, taking it, trying to hold it probably against two teams, wanting it just as much as you do. Um, yeah, and the terrain itself, they're going to be, personally, I'm bringing 10,000 kroners worth of really beautiful terrain just to make two tables. Um, and then we're going to have terrain from the, from the event too. Um, also holding the base will give you control of some sentry turrets placed on other, um, on other, uh, battlefields. So if you have a guy with the battlesmith role close, then you can actually help shooting at other tables. Um, and there, there are going to be a lot of rules. So if you have a tank only army, well, then you're going to get fucked at some table because there is a table where we, inspired by June, have sandworms eating tanks. Um, <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, <we're> sign. <laughs> yeah you Worms are going to have like to God has yes. never seen. Awesome. Yeah. So bring your uh, fun event hats. Don't bring the nasty army. I have a guy I hired for one thing, he's gonna be there, he's not gonna play. If someone plays with a too dirty army, then random events are gonna be not so random anymore, uh, pointing at that guy. Um, of oh. course. <laughs> oh, I like of course. It. Yeah, of course not to break the events, we're not gonna rig who wins, but, you know, if someone brings 12 quad mortars or something, he is gonna feel I'm the looking, pain. I'm looking at you, Kim. 
I'm looking at you, Kim. <laughs> I, I can, I, I'm just looking at you, man. I can tell. I can hear the cheese yes. building in his head already. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, um, and there, if you're not into Horus Heresy, well, then there's going to be Blood Bowl. There's, I think they have Infinity too. They have a lot of the specialist games. So, check out the Giant Fanatic uh, webpage and see if there's anything you like, really. Um, because we're, it's going to be, for Horus Heresy players, it's going to be really different. I will promise you have never tried anything like it before. And hopefully, you will want to try it a lot again. Um, after trying it here. Cool. Well, so when, when do I know which team I'm on? You know when I know the amount of players. Okay. So, so get, but, get, your, get your spaces booked and get your asses over there because it sounds like a whole lot of fun. Yeah, two more people and the event is the event is happening. Um, so be one of those two people and hopefully if we get 12 people then we are going to have three teams which is going to be even more fun. So there's uh, four people per team? Yeah, we're trying to reach that. And if we get more, then we're just going to add to the teams. Um, we have stand-in players. We're going to make it for no matter how many people we get, as long as we're more than eight to start with. Sounds awesome. So, yeah. So I need to recruit like three other guys and then I have a team. Yeah, bring a car full of Swedish people and we will provide drinks and uh, a place to sleep when you get too drunk. Or you could just use the alcove, you know, like a window ledge or something, Freddy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we will have space for you. There's, there's always space. It always happens. Uh, yeah. I was thinking with, uh, so when we sort of rock up, because I'm really interested in how the, the strategy style is going to work out. So when, when you sort of rock up, if you've got... Um, whatever your army is or whatever team you're on you've got the a number of tables set up in front of you and then do, yeah. do you literally as a team just go right we're going to go for the center table and then do you just lay down on the center table or do you have to play in from you, the outside you, or is it map based start, yeah it's map based so start with the territory and then you can say we're going to walk towards the the center table you can only one walk one army from a table to another at the time so basically, if you're moving more armies the same direction, you're going to have to wait or have like 20 minutes between you, um, between arriving. So if you're going like that, you're probably going to be in turn two when the next player arrives. You're going to, if you arrive on a table that's in battle, you're going to ongoing reserves. Um, so there's also a lot about how you get in. Um, def- you need to read the rule pack, which is also on the homepage because there's a lot to uh, to take in, but I promise it will be amazing when you uh, when you try it. Cool. And the the sort of the the victory the victory conditions and how 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 the games are won because if it's a real time strategy and things coming in and coming out and turns and t- you know turns kind of sound like they go almost go out the window so to speak. Uh, yeah. On the standard um, star. How how do you sort of yeah. How do the games sort of end up being decided, or how how does the day win out? Who wins out? How does the winner win out? I should say. We we calculate one every hour. We look at the tables who hold what. Tables are going to have different point values. Yeah. And then when the whole event is over, you put all the points together, and then you find out which team has been holding the most points worth of tables for most time during the campaign. Um, so basically, it's it's all about holding the tables. Also, when you get below th- a thousand points, you're gonna take a leadership test every turn based on the highest leadership in your army. 
Okay. So pretty early, you're going to have to do that. If you fail the test, it's in the start of your turn, um, then you run off the table. So okay. basically, your whole army flees. Um, it, it's called a routing test. Okay. And basically, just to get the whole thing dy- dynamic, all you have to do is get in there, pound the enemy enough for him to get afraid, and move him off the table. Um, he, as you can only move one army at a the time, then you're going to have you're going to have a 20 minutes or whatever the travel time is to recruit more for your army. So you cannot have someone just pushing you backwards all the time because every time you push backwards, the time you're waiting for him to attack the table you push back to, you have time to uh, get new troops. Um, so basically, if you get pushed back, your, your army is going to get bigger and bigger while waiting for him. Um, so yeah, it's all about holding the tables and getting the enemy to flee and having your team captain on the table will give some bonuses to that leadership test. So you can kind of get the team captain in to focus the effort if there's a place you really need to take. Mm. So it really, it really, um, it really I mean, uh, as you say, it's a strategy game. It is all about strategy, yes. but still yeah, it's, uh, it's really about thinking about it. Yeah, exactly. And you're not going to get a fair fight. That's not the event for this. You are going to get fun fights. And you, you getting completely pound will, in some cases, mean that your team wins. Um, you can also be on the other end. You can be the one coming in with an extra army supporting your teammate and uh, completely annihilating your opponent in the, in the turn you arrive. Um, there, talk to your team captain and make a good tactic. They are nice people. I have chosen them myself, and they are good at listening, and they are there to make you guys have fun too when you join the events. Yeah, sounds awesome. I love the I love the idea of the 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 linking the terrain and you know being able to control things on different tables to affect other places and all that sort of stuff. So it sounds it sounds like an absolute ball. Are you doing? Are you guys doing anything specifically for like the t- uh, you know, sportsmen's awards, teams winning out, that sort of thing? Or yeah, it's you're gonna have the prizes depending on the amount of people. We're of course not gonna have the biggest prizes, but um, sportsmanship is one of them. You have the best decision, worst decision award. Um, yeah, <laughs> so you're basically gonna have a prize for being the winning team, and the rest is fun stuff awards. It's not uh, you're not gonna have best player on this team, best player on this team. The event is not for power playing; it's for playing to have fun. Yeah. And the fun, the cool thing is, you can bring your whole fucking army, everything you have, and you can just swap between it all the way through the event. Um, there's a table that's heavily radiated because a nuke kind of landed very close some short time ago. So let's say you had some Skillex. Mm. They would probably be a lot better at being at that table than maybe uh, militia guys um, because radiation kind of don't affect them. So we, we're trying to get all the like breaches, special rules, all the... You know, the rules that are never used in normal games. We're getting them into the game. Battlesmiths, bring them. Seriously, don't don't come without a battlesmith. It's uh, a welcome if you don't have one, but try to bring him because there will definitely be a use for all these normal models you don't use much. Awesome. So it's a really yeah. good... A really good excuse to sort of you know get yeah. maybe get maybe your destroyers on or breaches if you don't use them or... yeah. 
exactly like you say skill axe or or whatever you're running out there to, yeah. to actually make more of the more of the army so uh, freddie yeah. you're going down to this one aren't you so you're gonna you're gonna need to hire a moving van to bring all your stuff down <laughs> yes I, know. I, I was uh probably because of my work kind of load i was probably planning on flying so whatever i can fit into fucking my hand carry luggage but i'll bring like heaps of expensive stuff yeah, so like but, elitist terminators. <laughs> yeah but, but again, remember the good thing is also, if you're new to the game, you can just bring pretty much your starting set. Um, as you don't need to even be in combat to take a zone, if there's no one defending it, then it doesn't matter if it's uh, basically two marine units just moving from table to table taking it. There's space for everyone, and all, um, all the teams are going to have experienced players, not-so-experienced players, so it's Really, no big deal what you're coming with. Just bring whatever you feel like bringing. I'd love to bring the Mastodon. <laughs> yeah, you're probably not going to be able to use it. Too few points. There is a maximum of 500 points for a Lord of War. We have a maximum. We also have, I don't remember, I think it's 300 points. That's the maximum unit size, including uh, dedicated transports. And that is true. Make sure that if you kill the transport of your Death Star and everything around the Death Star, then you can make him run. Ah, um, okay. Yes, and there will be no special characters because they are not really concerned about this little part of the galaxy. Of the galaxy, sorry. Um, so, yeah, read the rules and read them well because there there are some restrictions and they are all there to make sure that we get more special games and not just the usual Death Star, Death Star thing going against each other. Yeah, I mean, who'd, who'd want to play games like that, right? I mean, seriously. Yes. <laughs> everyone went nuts and bought their favorite Primarchs. That was like last year. Now everyone's going nuts and buying like glaives. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Infiltrating so. glaives and cheeky falchions and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that the whole Death Star thingy happened just because everyone wants really to run their Primark and that's it just yeah. it that way and now when yeah. everyone has already done that because you know everyone's like oh fuck we can play with Primarchs and it's happened and now everyone's yeah. done that and now they're moving on to like oh what's the next coolest thing and that's yeah. you know, a glaive or a falchion or yeah. something big yeah. and shit here we do something new we do something yeah. new yeah. Yeah. So I think I think the meta kind of moves by itself anyway so yeah yeah, and this will definitely move it from the normal, uh, which I hope will also drag some people into it. Yeah. I well, think so. I'm, I'm planning to do some sort of uh, probably Pride of the Legion list and take down that AK-15. Yeah. Have, because then I can have heaps heaps of options just to rechange it, like with Phoenix Guards, or I run like yeah, exactly. Like breachers, or I run like command squads. Uh, yeah. Bikes. Yeah. So I can play around with you know all the basic troops. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that was my plan anyway. So that's a damn good plan by the sounds of it, Freddy. Yeah. Also, uh, characters uh, and psychic powers. Everything sticks to the character when you roll for it. You roll before the battle, so when you make a new character, you roll for everything. So when you choose a right of war, that's the right of war he got. When you get roll a warlord trait, that's the one he got. If you don't want it, then you have to scrap the character and regenerate an army to get a new character. Um, yes, so you're going to have like consistent through the whole campaign, which is I think is cool. 
Um, yeah, that sounds really interesting, actually. Yeah. yeah. That's something so we've been talking about a lot, haven't we, Chris? Yeah, we talked yeah. about that last last night, even. <laughs> Literally, yeah, last <laughs> night. Yeah, so I, I really hope to see a lot of people uh, come coming around for it. That would be so great. And, yeah, nice to have some sweets maybe over, too, as we always run to your events because we don't have enough in Denmark. This is true. This is true. But yeah. uh, I hope I hope the... Uh, I hope the guys from Malmo will uh, will make the pilgrimage over and get involved because it's yeah it's very awesome sounds sounds like a bloody good time to have. Well, for them it's just uh, gone to Legoland this summer. It's just across <laughs> the fucking bridge here there. So oh yeah, yeah, And lucky you said it was in Copenhagen because for yeah. some reason every time I check that uh, ticket email it says Roskilde and I was like, what the fuck? Is that? How do I get a flight yeah. to Roskilde? <laughs> <laughs> No, but but it's literally at the central station. So from Malmo, it's forty minutes. So, so it's literally no reason not to be there. there yeah, listen here, Malmo I, people. There's no excuse. Yeah, I spent thirty-five minutes driving from home to the place. So basically, you are five minutes longer away. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna do? You you're gonna show up. That's what you're gonna do. You so, are gonna show up. Yeah, that's what you need to do. So uh, yeah, it sounds like it's going to be genuinely be a freaking awesome event. I'm very much looking forward to hearing Freddie's take on on what's happened. <laughs> yeah, my, I can my, give my, a recap if you want after. <laughs> yeah, my, my salty tears. Oh yeah, so yeah, it's all about the salty tears, mate. I expect there to be you know lots of salty tears on your part, but um, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know we still we still want to hear how it went because that that's the the, the nice thing. You know, it's, 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 hear yeah. how your experience was. Um, but uh, otherwise, yeah, we've got. Um, oh, out. Sorry, we've got um, a few shout-outs that you want to do. But before we do that, is there anything you wanted to mention more about the event itself? Or no, I think I'm uh, I'm about done actually. Yeah. So um, all yeah. All if covered. you have any questions, that's it. And as I got uh, everything I wanted to say, is that I think. Cool. I mean, guys, you got any other questions for Eric? No, no, no. I'll, I'll have to read the player pack again. <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah. actually have to read the player pack, Freddie. <laughs> You've you got to know it before you play. <laughs> the, the worst, I, the worst I, I part... I checked out, like, 1,500 points, no special character. That was, like, the, the first thing I checked out and see what I could actually Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but try to bring 2,000, then you're going to be sure. <laughs> oh, well, I'll, I'll you, fill up you might get buffed. Pack. I'll fill up, fill up my carry cases to the max. Awesome. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll just take uh, all the units. Like first, I'll, I'll build like an army of fifteen hundred, and then I'll fill up the rest with all the units that I want to play that I normally never play. Yeah. Chris, you had something you wanted to add there? I just wanted to put forward some annoyance that the event sounded a lot more interesting than I hoped it would be. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> so now I might consider I need to check out if I can go oh, yeah that, go it would be really great yeah you need to come <laughs> Just well, I, you, can my, you can be on my team Chris team uh, considering I never attend our, our own events I might as well attend other people's events yeah. <laughs> that'll work that could work yeah that could definitely work cool okay then so we've got um, some shout outs do you want to go through the shout outs buddy so we can get them uh, me or you, you? you. Yeah, um, was I think the shout out was to join the event, right? 
Yeah, well, there's that. And do you have some Facebook groups and other stuff you wanted to shout out? Um, or related to I the think, event, at least. Yeah, um, I think I gave you the the Facebook pages. I don't remember the um, exact name of the homepage. Okay. Um, so if you can just put it up when uh, when you post a podcast, I I don't remember them. Um, if you there is in the description a mail you can write to if you want to join the Facebook group. Unfortunately, I, I made it uh, private, and you cannot make it public after you made it private. So um, write me, and I can add you through your email. Perfect. We'll do that. We'll make sure that's put out yeah. for you. That's not a problem at all. Sweet. Don't, don't, Sweet. don't forget to add me. No, I will add you right away. <laughs> You'll be fine. So, and you can also, when you're in the event, you can invite other people too. Oh, that's yeah. So, if you're bringing your friends, invite them. Cool, cool, cool. Right, well, that is the case then, gentlemen. I think it's about time that we wrap this up. Uh, I wish yeah. you all the luck in the world with the event, Eric. And uh, like I said, Thank you very much, man. Look forward to hearing Freddie's feedback on the event and how it went and everything. Uh, so it's I will bribe him to make it good. <laughs> oh, that you, you won't have to bribe him too hard, I'm sure. Just no. alcohol in his direction, you'll be fine. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, otherwise, yeah, absolutely love love having you on, buddy. And uh, yeah, and thanks for having me. No worries at all. So what we'll do now is we'll uh, head on out to a song uh, chosen by Eric, and we'll be right back after this with our wrap up. So we'll see you on the other side. Yeah, see you guys. All rise for hard bath. Never fear, worry to kill. Ready, let's go. Life's costing chick breaky, cold compote with chip reeky. Always moving, never done. Such is life with close run. Take my light and drag and dance, fingers up and windows down. Hot pulmonian, some class, drive around and pop hard bath.
we're back and a big thank you to uh, Eric there for being the man on the ground at Warhammer World for the uh, Forge World Open Day and for talking us through what sounds like an absolutely fucking awesome uh, real-time strategy event for the um, Giant Fanatic Gaming Weekend uh, which we will shout out very soon in the in this part of the episode. So big thank you, Eric. And I think it's about we just sort of roll straight into uh, our post events or our, po- our post show wrap up and start talking about events and stuff. And we'll best start with the global campaign. So Chris, have you got an update for us on that by any chance, buddy? Yeah. Given that I told you what I was doing, so I have to open it in the site again. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, you were ready. You should have been ready for this. We were, we were there. Well, you know, you there, were given the responsibility. Shut up. <laughs> Never stopped you. <laughs> well, there's uh, been a bit of a slow month this month. I'm not sure if it's uh, just uh, due to lack of interest or people are, if it's petered out due to being well summer in most parts of the world. Might be it. Might be the whole summer summer vacation yeah. curse. Yeah, but there's been a few battles. There's a few battles fought, and the uh, traitors are currently in the lead for plant influence. And I must say that the missions uh, on Hestia are quite interesting because my army. Uh, there's a little <laughs> interesting rule for basically you can jump from one walkway to another walkway if you've got jump troops or flying troops of any kind, and you might also be blown away by the winds in the atmosphere. Awesome. <laughs> and that was what, that's what happened to my Thalax. But, you know, you, you have to basically... Suck it up. Take a risk. I believe I can fly. Well, they did fly. Just not where I wanted them to fly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Like, yeah, but, yeah, but it's interesting to have random stuff like that happen. And you have to basically take this chance to win sometimes. And sometimes you win, sometimes you don't. <laughs> sometimes you got what is it? Sometimes you got no when to hold them, no when to fold them, and no when to watch them fly away. Yeah, literally, or well, figuratively, literally. Yeah, yeah. we don't throw resin models around because that's a crime. <laughs> that's that's enough to end a relationship or you know beat somebody up over. Just saying, yep. if you were that way inclined. And as at, at the time of recording, there's about well, it is a week left on the Hestia month. Yeah. So people should try to. Log there. I would also. It would also be nice to see more. Well, more activity in the Golok group. Maybe that would help. Yeah, I think so you're right. We'll see what happens. And if you're, if you look uh, on Austin K today, they've actually also uploaded the info a bit sneakily for next month. But that, uh, that is up to the Sons of Heresy to disclose whatever that is about. I do believe it is Sons of Heresy. Yeah, just, it just is. Brendan has, has worked on it. Ah, so this should be interesting. Should be very interesting indeed. Uh, I'm going to actually get to the, you know, the information and have a look at it now. Um, especially as I'm going to be playing some games in the next few weeks, so I need to make them happen. Yeah, um, but the Global campaign is still on. Join the group and try to be, try to post up if you do a nice battle report and try to log your, log your battles on OS30k because why not? It's it's a fun se- it's a fun setting and you just a note, you don't have to play the specified mission in in the pack every month. Play whatever you want, but the specified mission is for the narrative part. And I know a lot of groups have been doing their own stuff 
and putting in, putting uh, like gaming events on and, and taking the narrative in their own direction. So that's ruining my bulkheads. Oh, your poor poor bulkheads. Releasing poison gas in my space station. That there's a violin <laughs> that's playing. It's just so small nobody can hear it on the human pitch of hearing. You just pissed because that station wiped out an Iron Warrior fleet. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> oh, that's also a spoiler for the end fluff. Sorry. Well, it's okay. We can live with it. <clears throat> yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so it's going great. Get, get involved. Have some fun. Use it to theme your games. Theme your theme your gaming events. Do whatever you want with it. Just have some fun and log the games on uh, Oz30K. And really, it's a good way of helping to uh, build up your um, your army fluff, the army story that you you know you get to put together, which is pretty damn good. Um, so let's have a look here. What else have we got? We need to give a shout out to what is our primary cause this year, uh, and it is a very important one. We did a lot on it last last episode, but we want to do it again on this episode. Freddie, can you give us yep. an update and a shout out about the Night House raffle, please, brother? Of course I can. So as most people are probably noticing now, because we're throwing more and more whips your way, uh, we are knee deep in fucking nights trying to build them all for the Nighthouse Raffle, which is just uh, similar to what we did last year. We're trying to raise money for uh, to find a cure for Duchesne. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we'll try to do something more. You know, we'll, we'll try to give you some extra bits and treats in future episodes about the nights and about the raffles, so more to follow, uh, especially now when September is coming up, which is Duchesne Awareness Month. So we're going to try and push the raffle a bit more than normal. Mm -hmm. If we can't if we can push it even more than we normally do. <laughs> which is good, though, because donation, like, uh, not donation, but raffle tickets are uh, trickling in at a slow, steady pace. But we're starting to reach, like, the final... Spur, have your chance. Uh, start donate, donate as much as you can. Get your raffle tickets. Win a night house. Win a warhound. Win uh, soda twenty twenty. Win some books. Win some bits and pieces. Some um, dioramas uh, and dioramas of Henry Steele and and everything. Like it's going to be lots of cool prizes. Just to get in there, like epic stuff. One, one raffle ticket is only $35, and it's definitely for like a massive good course that is uh, warm, especially to my heart and probably heaps of other people. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, so get in there, and I think we're... What are we up to now? Is it 91%? Almost 91%. There's a yeah. few, few, few dollars short. Yeah, so, so we're almost up hard. to 91%. So fucking, if we can't raise 9.6, was 9.3 percent between now and October? That that would be a shame to end up this close to our goal. It really would. It really would be a shame. But we can do it. I know we can do it. I've got every faith no. in the uh, in the well, hobby community. Well, we did community. it last year. I'm pretty sure we can do it this year. Yeah, it'll get done. It'll be freaking awesome. Everyone will make it happen. So that is a good thing. So yes, we will. As Freddie says, we will do some. Uh, shout outs and there will be or there are plans in the works let's just let's give everybody a little bit of a taster there are plans in the works uh, for a specific uh, night house raffle episode uh, especially in honour of the Duchesne, uh, Duchesne Awareness Month 
so yep. that'll involve uh, that'll have me, uh, Freddie, um, Chris, and Stu from the Geno Five Two coming on. We'll be talking about the households, the work that we're doing, and everything in regards to the night raffle itself. And we're hoping to line up a special guest to come on and sort of do a army episode esque review of knights in general. So if you've yeah, ever wondered, if you've ever wondered what it's like to have the got the uh, the engines of war and god engines sort of walking the earth of your gaming fields. Well, I say god engines. That's really the titans, but you know, knight titans kind of you know demigods, demigods <laughs> as mild Demi- deities. Uh, yeah. You know, speed they, bumps. Speed, speed bumps. <laughs> <laughs> well, You're just making a Pirata you... Titan all the time now, aren't you, Chris? Yeah, I should just make a suit. <laughs> you really should. Um, right. So we've got to give a shout out to our dudes over at the MKA course who are going out to Oz for I think like a fortnight or something crazy, and they're out doing doing their painting goodness, but they are running a charity raffle to support a very worthy cause, which, Freddie, you can confirm for me if I'm right, it's Soldier On, which is supporting returning veterans. Is that right? That is right, mate. Awesome. So a very worthy cause, something that's uh, dear to dear to our hearts here. And we just want you guys to get involved. And it's a, a donation of 10 Aussie dollars will get you a ticket into the draw, and you can win a custom-painted Sokar pattern Stormbird in the Legion colours of your choice. So basically... When you buy a ticket, if you're lucky enough to win, make sure you've put down the, the Legion and your contact details on this so the guys can get in touch and give you some just pure awesomeness to have. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be brilliant. We'll put a, a link, as always, in our show notes so everybody can see um, basically where to go and get the tickets from. Sorry, just got distracted by something there. So uh, let's go with our event shout-outs. So we have coming up... Uh, at the end of August, Her- Horus Heresy at the Nova Open. So that's going to be go- the well. The events the 31st of August to the 3rd of September. I do believe um, what's his name, Ryan? Is it Mr. Ryan Kimmel? And some of the other dudes are going to the Nova Open. Uh, yeah, I think Ryan is running games there as well for uh, Dark Age. Oh, he's running games for Dark Age. Is I believe Michael's going there as well. Yeah. Because uh, I think this was his uh, didn't make it to Adepticon event, um, if memory serves. Um, we put like this, this. If you want to know if those people are going, listen to RFI instead of this. Well, after you finish listening to this, then obviously, go listen obviously. to RFI. Well, be particular. Well, well, you probably put it as well as, not instead of. Exactly. Is that better? Much better. <laughs> much much better. Um, so there is that, and then we'll go through the list and. We have an event that we've been passed over uh, to information by uh, Greg Dan from the Imperial Truth. Freddie, do you have that information in front of you, or do you want me to go through it? Uh, you should probably go in through it, because I am stuck on a banner. You've glued That's... yourself to yourself, haven't you, again? Yeah, one of, no, one of the banners has glued themselves into my hand. Sure. Um, yeah, okay. Um, it's all so, activator. <laughs> yeah, it's a natural activator. Um, so, we've Greg's uh, asked us to shout out um, his event, which is First Blood, and the it's the Malren uh, system of First Blood, and that is taking place at Elemental uh, Element Games in Stockport, and that's the 2nd and 3rd of September this year. If you want more information about that event, please pop over to the Imperial Truth podcast page. All the links are there. Uh, so you'll be able to get the information. Uh, Chris, do you want to give our Gino brothers a shout out about their event? 
Well, Tarsus and I mean. That would be the one. The taking of Nervia Glevencium. Yeah. yeah. It's on the... Well, it's what? The third and... Third and... and the 24th of September this year. At Incong Gaming in Cheltenham. And I think there's actually one ticket open still, isn't it? Uh, last update we had, yes, was um, there is one one ticket one left lo- available. Yesterday, at record, time of recording, yesterday at 10, 10 a.m., I think it was, had a ticket open. So pretty, imp- pretty important that if you're interested, you get in touch with the boys there and get involved and see what you can what you can actually get hold of if they've got the space available uh, yeah. get down there otherwise I do believe it's an open event which you can basically wander around and go and see how awesome stuff is yeah have yeah. a look at the, the terrain the boys has built they look fucking awesome they could also do this uh, each player will bring one two thousand five hundred point army list as well as a thousand points on Metallis force and then there will be and the force must be some transfers must be drawn from the two thousand five hundred points list Perfect. There we are then. So there, there so. is a, there is a list of everything you need to know there. But get get involved, get in touch with the guys, and if they are able to, uh, they will include you in the event, which will be a whole lot of fun. Um, and if you have moths, just bring them. You're just trying to fuck with the guy permanently, aren't you now? <laughs> You're a bad man, yeah. Christopher. You're a bad man. You're a bad, bad man. Uh, there is another event being run same weekend, but not in the same location. Chris, do you want to give us the details about Heresy in the Heartland? Yeah, and that's uh, an event over in Omaha, isn't it? Yes, it is. At Sparta Games. Uh, in, yeah, I can't really read American addresses, it seems. <laughs> Sparta Games in You can read Omaha. Swedish ones, but the American ones seem to defeat you. That's impressive. The Swedish ones are logical. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, it's a three-round, 2,500-point narrative event with room for 14 players. There's also some Mortalis table, so 1,000 points on Mortalis is from the same faction will also be needed. But that's its faction and not the same list. Okay. That. It's on the Sunday, September 24th, and the registration is at 9.30 a.m. and dice roll at 10. Two and a half hour rounds, one hour lunch of the first round, ends at 7, 7.30 p.m. And it's a twenty dollar entry fee. Awesome. To purchase through Sparta Games. I do believe that that is our lovely brother Sean is running that one. Is that right? Yeah. So, the initiative. Yeah. So go Sean. It's going to be awesome. We're very much looking forward to it. And um, yeah, we're going to have some event reviews coming up. I get the feeling uh, once everybody comes back, uh, gets back from their events. Um, then we have the event uh, that Eric came on and we, he shouted out on tonight's episode which is uh, Giant, Giant Fanatic so it's the Giant Fanatic 2017 Horus Heresy event uh, that is taking place on and I'm looking for the information here to be all organised and stuff The I believe it's the week after, I believe it's the 30th of September if memory serves correctly uh, I'm just putting it in here. Let's see. It is on the 30th of September. Check me out that weekend, 30th of September to the 1st of October, and that's going to be taking place in Copenhagen, not more than uh, a stone's throw up and down from the central station. And we've gone through all the details, so we're not going to plow through it. But get involved, guys. It's going to be a hell of an event. Mm. Um, come and roll some dice with me. Come and roll some dice and see Freddy scream perfection as much as he can. I, r- I really need to. Check out if I can go. Sounds like such a fun event. Uh, it really there. does. 
sadly, I definitely won't be able to make it over as a player. But if I've got the time, the time and the cash, I might come over with uh, with my kids and see everybody and just say hi, because that could be a nice yeah. day. It's a, it's a buy me a beer. Buy you beer, okay? <laughs> or t- try to take it from him. I'm not going to take any. I, dude, <laughs> there's no way I'm ever going to try and take a beer from Freddy. I like my limbs attached. Just you, saying. You, you prefer to be alive. I put, I put, I choose life, damn it! I choose life. Yeah, it's not steal beer. Steal my wife, you know. Steal my car, <laughs> but god damn it! If you touch my beer, steal my wife, steal my land, but you can't, you can't take the beer from me. That's what it's all about. Um, so then, well, these aren't in. I will say these aren't all in perfect uh, chronological order because we save the best till last. But uh, we do then have on the 14th of October, the fate of Scaraberg. And Chris, do you want to go through that a little bit? Not really, because I don't have the information in front of me. Okay, then, I'll do that, because uh, on the uh, 14th of uh, October in Huerva, um there is, which, shut up, um, the weekend after Scandus, um, as part of uh, Pew Pew Con, I love that name, it's awesome, Pew Pew Con, got to say it one more time, there will be the Fate of Scaraberg, which is a one-day event, and it's divided into a 2,500 regular game style of play and a 1250s or Mortalis style game more in line with a GM style type of play and you have to choose which of those two gaming tracks you're going to sign up for all the information you can find via Facebook via the Don't Lose Your Head podcast page so get on over have a look at the event Nicholas and Morton are running it's going to be awesome I'm going as well so if you want to come and roll some dice with me this is this is this is an opportunity. This is October seems September end of September uh, October seems to be the time to come and roll dice with Freddy. So if that's the fantasy <laughs> you wanted to live out, please come and roll dice with Freddy. He will be a very happy man. Um, so there is that. Then we have the Malmo Wargaming Weekend, which is uh, actually their second Wargaming Weekend. That's going to be taking Malmo. place. Malmo. Which is going to be taking place at the same time as the Fate of Scaraberg. But this is a two-day event, and it's the 14th and 15th of October. Um, it's early till late on uh, the Saturday and early till mid-afternoon on the Sunday. Take a look at their uh, web, their sort of. Uh, group page on Facebook. We'll make sure there's a link in our show notes and have a look at the events they're running. I do believe a lot of the places for the 30k event have filled up already, but there's a possibility that will be other um, events open or possibly you know dropouts and slot options to fill in stuff like that. So don't miss out on the don't miss out on the chance of that if you're in the corner area. Um, whew, I'm plowing through a few here. So we've got uh, on the 4th or 5th of November another event which is being uh, we've picked up off the uh, Imperial, thank you, Imperial Truth um, page, which is Blood and Glory, and that's going to be taking the 4th and 5th of November, and it takes place at the Roundhouse in Derby. And if I read the information correctly before coming on air, I do believe Warhammer TV will be at the event as well. Can't say what if that's 100% correct, but the best way to find out go over to the Imperial Truth page and have a look at their information so they you can get the information from the people who know yeah, what they're talking uh, about uh, Greg told us there will be Warhammer TV and also there will be uh, certain uh, representatives from Games Workshop there so ooh very sweet so it costs worse you can always get uh, if you don't win anything you can always get, get home with uh, a nice shiny new presenter from uh, Warhammer TV yep. put it on your shelf Take them, put them in, put them in the back of your, put them in the back of your van, and we're back. Your, to, it's been a while since we talked about vans. Personal Games Workshop staff member living yeah. in your kitchen. 
Yeah. Used to walk by them every day, polish them a bit. Yeah. You know, thin your coats, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's all possible. Um, so that's taking place. And then the last one that we're reading out tonight, which is important because it's, it's our big event, the end of our year. Um, Freddie, do you want to tell everybody about Scandus? Uh, I'll tell everybody about Scandus. Scandus is a two-day event. It is uh, Somatatis and Mega Battles. So basically you rock up, bring 3,500 points of a massive Mega Army. No bars hold. Uh, you can pick any of the force organization charts you want. Um, the Vithen, but don't, go for but it. only one, right? Yeah, but only one, Eric, you fucking mongrel. Uh, and then uh, and then obviously you have 1,250 points of Somatalis for some Somatalis goodness. Uh, basically, what's going to happen is uh, each round is going to be four hours. During that four hours, you either play two Somatalis games or one Mega Battle. And then it keeps alternating. More more information you'll find in the place pack. Right now, if you want to get on this as of recording to midnight on the 24th, turning 25th, uh, there's only two spots left. And when I mean two spots, I mean there's only two people that have have like haven't paid yet. Uh, so first come, first serve. So whoever is the fastest on the draw with their money gets these reminding two, remaining two spots. And obviously, it's going to be the swag bag. It's going to be, I think, we're going to outdo ourselves for this year as well. Uh, and uh, the prices, uh, I actually uh, organized uh, the prices today, and they're going to look fucking... It's going to be cool. People people will be super impressed with the prices. And, uh, yeah. Yep. That's about it. Well, oh, and also, there will be a night jazz, and we'll draw the night raffle. I just want to add that if worst comes to worst and you don't do anything, you can always come home with a nice new shiny Max from Road Terror Podcast. This is, this is true. Uh, also pointing out that there there will be some podcast shenanigans taking place on the Friday night as well. And uh, we are going to be doing our best to live cast, have video footage and general um, shenanigans throughout the day through our Facebook page and many different ways of putting it out there. So it's going to be an absolutely wicked time i'm a little worried about just how much we can actually put on on the air but you know we, we'll see what we can get away with and before we get shut down um, mainly as long as we don't run it through, through twitch yeah we'll be fine <laughs> we'll be fine you know maybe we'll see um so scandus for us is going to sign out the year in a big way um and we're very much looking forward to it. It's going to kick so much ass. It's going to, you know, there's going to be hurt feet and hurt feelings, and you know, it's going to be a blast. So, any other events that we can think of, gents? Uh, BSK. Yeah. Yep. BSK. Do you want to? Does somebody else have the information for BSK handy? Because I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> uh, B, B, BSK is usually held on Halloween, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, All Hallows Eve, Eve weekend. Yeah. So we can after Halloween, technically. Yep. All right. Well, okay. So that'll be the twenty eighth, twenty ninth. It's uh, currently on uh, the fifth of November. Yep. Oh, is it the fifth of November? Awesome. Yeah, that's Saturday. And it's a continuation of their narrative campaign that they ran at uh, Gothcon. So yeah, it's, it's the be... part part two, part two of the Icar for a Civil War part. Yeah. And it's a one-day event, and uh, uh, two table-specific missions and one team game. Uh, only once from Talos board will be having two teams team games. This means that only eight players will be able to play it. So on the event day, 
And it's only the fee for the event that you need to pay. And uh, you need a 2,500 point uh, army and a 1,250 summer army combatant chart. And it must be a single for Age of Darkness Force organization chart. And if you want to come and roll some dice with me, I'll be there. I'll be there as well this year. And I will. It's going to be awesome. It was a blast last year, except for driving home in the snowstorm. Sorry, I had a painting brush in my mouth. I was putting a painting (laughs) brush. Yeah. Yeah, no, I said it was a blast last year, except driving home in that fucking snowstorm. Yeah, that there was uh, some nasty weather <laughs> that, that weekend. Yeah, well, hopefully this time it won't be as bad because you know it would suck if it was, <laughs> and I'm not not uh, looking forward to uh, having to drive back to Skåne or, or through Skåne or wherever with but it. To the fair, that's in general it's, when you go that way. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, did, we we did have a dis- we did have a discussion on the drive up to. Um, when we were driving all the way up for uh, Scorpius, that you know, wondering what might be the quickest method of getting messages if you lost internet connection, and the general consensus was you never use a carrier pigeon because it wouldn't make it across the Scorner border without being turned into drumsticks. So you um, you would be eaten by farmers before you got hold of a carrier pigeon. Well, you say that, I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> You'd say that, but I'm not saying any more because I have to play here locally, so I, I don't particularly want to get into that disagreement. <laughs> Protecting one's interest is what it's all about. Um, sure is. Sure is. So, um, unless anyone else has got anything else to add, um, I think it's a good idea that we head on out for the end of this episode so we can get ready and prepped for our next episode and everybody can have some fun with that. So, uh, without further ado, I'm going to say it's a good night from me. And good night from me. Oh, bit of a double over there, but from the whole team. And remember, guys, uh, treat life like 30k. Be angry on in the streets, be fulgrim in the sheets, and try not to lose your head. This is the Varangian Heresy Podcast, signing off. Let the body the